Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You want to try one more time? Perfect. Absolutely perfect. All right. And welcome to the Imposter Pendulum. <laughs> 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 Bro, <laughs> that was good. We could keep that. Just I, like, I am keeping that. This is no. This is all staying in. Oh my god, that's too fucking funny, dude. What's Welcome up? to the Imposter Syndrome Podcast. I'm Michael. I'm Jake. What's going on? <laughs> oh my god, what an opening, dude. Dude, I kind of, I kind of wish we had our Star Wars episode uh, this week. Yes, I. <laughs> I wish we had foresight to understand what was coming. I know hindsight's twenty twenty, huh? Oh. <laughs> That's all right. I think we're talking about. Um, they just released this thing called uh, Star Wars Visions, right? Visions, Visions? Yeah. yeah. And uh, it's all like the Star Wars uh, episodic. Um, what do you call it? Anthology? Is that what it yeah, is? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if it's like all related to each other i think their own their own episodes it's his own episodes yeah. it's kind of like a black mirror type thing but it's all like anime studios that are doing star wars episodes yeah so if you remember that mouse um he came back oh boy and he was like oh boy i love my anime <laughs> i mean i love it too mickey so it's all good yeah and i'm i'm hyped because studio trigger is yeah, on board you said they're doing two episodes right i think they're doing two episodes and it's funny because you see one of the episodes and it basically looks like promare except they have a lightsaber <laughs> <laughs> that's cool though i'm super excited that's awesome there's some sick shit i've seen some samurai stuff yeah it's gonna be cool anime is gonna save star wars <laughs> again. like it saves everything else yeah. right? <laughs> in the end i'm excited for it yeah overall but that's not today's topic no well not really not really i mean it kind of is in conjunction but we're gonna talk about uh art today so you want to be an artist Hmm. (laughs) art you say (laughs) i'm doing like the minecraft villager you're doing yoda (laughs) 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 oh my god yeah we're (laughs) we're talking about visual art not music stuff yes this time it'll be visual art Yes. Mm-hmm. So, out of the two of us, I would say you're more in like the artist field. You think so? Well, I mean, I we both draw, but I feel like you're more like going ham and I committed. Like you committed, <laughs> yeah. To something. Like I kind of just like ah, you know, it works. <laughs> I know you haven't really drawn in a long time since tr- since we did the stuff for the podcast, right? Or at least that you've shown me at least. Yeah, like I've had a number i used to draw a lot more when i first 
finally opened the like holy gates that was digital art. Yeah. Uh, and I was going for a while, and then eventually, like I kind of faltered it a bit, and then you showed me the wonders of drawing on a pad. <laughs> I know, yeah, I know. I peer pressured you into yeah, buying it, and I was probably the best decision because I was like, "Holy shit, I can see what I'm drawing without having right? to stare up." I always wanted to get into digital art because I thought it would improve um, my fundamentals because you know how they have like layers and opacity and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. So like, I see my mistakes, I go over it, and I fix them, and until I get it right. And I really thought that was a good way to improve. And I've been correct so far in that regard. I just love the fact you can undo mistakes. Like, yeah. I mean, it's a gift and a curse. I want, you know, to a degree, you're kind of losing yourself a little bit because you can just press undo. Yeah. So the skills portion. Yeah. At the same time, though, it is a good tool, like I said, to help you see your mistakes and then correct them. And it's cool to see, like, for example, if I draw a hand, right? And then the hand looks like shit. So I like turn the opacity down, go over it again, and go over it again. You can slowly see the change within yeah. just the layers that you've done. Right. And you can kind of see, oh, this is where I went wrong. This is why this looks right here and this yeah. doesn't look right here. So it's a definitely helpful tool. And like like you said, um, I mean, for anyone starting out in digital art and you don't want to spend money, you could totally get like a 50 to to $100 tablet that hooks up to your computer. The only problem is, is that there's no screen. So, yeah, the Wacom Intunos, I forgot what it's called. I mean, that's one I use. That's one of the ones, yeah. yeah. So, like, you can draw on the tablet, but you have to look at your computer screen. And it's not impossible. I, no, I did it for a while. it's not but impossible. Like, once you go back, once you go to, like, screen tablets, you can't go back. <laughs> like, Well, my thing was is that I was already drawing on paper, and yeah. I just didn't want to learn a new medium. I was just being lazy. Mm. You know, so I was just like, well, let me get a digital tablet that pretty much is like paper. And then I don't have to worry about that factor because I wanted to get good fast. Like that, I guess that was the thing. I yeah, didn't really yeah. want to waste time. Yeah, like my dad is actually a painter. Or, well, yeah, I've seen his stuff, his yeah. canvases and stuff. I let me clarify: not a painter has a career, but he paints. <laughs> no, I, yeah. Um, and like I tried to get him into like digital and be like, "Look at the wonders," and he's like, "Yeah, okay." But like, and he like, but he would go out as what well. he got this like contraption thing. Sure, where like. It's a stand, but you hook up your iPad on top of it. Oh, that's that's like a camera, but it, it basically just adds like a reference layer, essentially oh. what it's doing. And I'm like, that's such a convoluted, like just, just do digital, <laughs> dude. It's frustrating because I just don't pe- think people understand. I think it's like um, people think it's almost like a cop out. Yeah, like my it's mom really was like, oh, I don't think it's real, like art. Because I'm like. It's totally real art because what you know what they do is that they think when they think digital art, they think, you know, like those like hyper realistic concept drawings or or illustrations that are done like on Photoshop or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where they kind of just like take the moon or, for example, put it in their image and kind of like blend it and mess with the settings a little bit to make it look, quote unquote, different. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what they think of uh, when they're talking about digital art. Yeah, I mean... Cause they're like, oh, well, you can't like, you can't hang it on a wall, or like, whatever. But I'm like, you can print it out, and it's still like, it's art. Like, I have printed out some of my work, and yeah. it's freaking awesome. And then like, what it looks so good, and it's clean and professional. Um, I think I like it a lot because number one, I draw still. I'm not really copying and pasting anything, mm. for the most part. I sketch it all out, do the line work, do the color. Everything's yeah. all original for the most part. Um. Only things I copy and paste is like if I do an eye and it's like a face, you know, face forward, 
and I don't want to do the other eye, you know, or I don't want to yeah, mess with it, then yeah. I'll just duplicate it and paste it over. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm pretty sure that's just to save time, really. It's not so much to that I don't want to do it or I can't do it. I think it's like how we work with DAWs now, where it's like yeah, it's like key commands, pretty much. Just yeah. trying to make it, trying to make the process faster, so you don't have, so you can move on to different things. Right, exactly. That's pretty much the goal. Yeah. What would you say like your art style is, or now I, I, I through, through my years I have sure. uh, I tr- I originally tried to be like realistic, kind of. Mm-hmm. But then I realized I really suck yeah. <laughs> at doing realistic. Yeah, realism is hard. Oh, so I kind of just veered into the cartoony style was mm-hmm. safe for me. And then, like, once I found anime, that was, like... The crux. The crux. And I was like, I like... Because I realized you can be very pretty with a cartoony style. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, I'll just stay here. I mean, you could be pretty with realism, too. Yeah, but, like, I don't have to, like, cry and learn anime <laughs> correctly. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's just uh, it's preference in that regard, at yeah. least um, what kind of style you choose. But uh, I think like for me, it was funny because like when I first started drawing, I was like eight years old, and I had like this Dragon Ball Z trace sketchbook, where it showed you like through diagrams how to draw the pose. So it would take you through like this, you know, the boxes and circles. Oh, okay. Then it would take you to the rough sketch. And then it would take you to uh, the, the light sketch and then the final. But it would also give you a section to trace the final image if you so chose. And I was, I mean, I was eight years old, obviously, you know. I was drawing for myself, but yeah. already, like, little characters, but they all look like shit, obviously. Mm. And then I traced Dragon Ball, like, Goku and like, Super Saiyan 3 or something. And I was like, damn, this is sick. Like, you know, because it looked like an actual right, drawing. Right, yeah. I think that's what sparked it for me in general. I mean, I've always had like this anime influence and comic influence mm-hmm. um, in my in my older years now, if I can say that. Um, I find that I'm, I like more of a painterly. Yeah, I've noticed that. Yeah, I'm starting to take that approach. I just like it a lot better because I feel like I love all the textures, mm-hmm. and I, it, it opens so many doors in terms of details that you can add right. to a pro- like you know to an image in general. Yeah, um, I just like it a lot. I think it looks very beautiful. So. I'm trying to get better at it in general, but I still stick to my anime cartoon stuff too. Sometimes it's it, the story you said just kind of reminded me uh, when I was younger. There was this uh, like fantasy series mm-hmm. that I was following called Del Toro. Okay, I don't know if you ever heard of it. I haven't. It's no. like kind of obscure, but um, like the artwork for that was really good. It was kind of like it was ver- it was like cartoony ish, but like it had a lot of details to it, and but. There was an art book that also came along with it, but it was for a series that was kind of geared at like late kids, early teens sort of thing. That art book was way too advanced. You think so? Because there was like the I remember there was a one like because it was like tutorials, right, of how to draw. Sure. And the last one was like a city being attacked by like some dragons, and it and it was like three pages of like oh here we're gonna do this paint layer now oh <laughs> and i'm goodness, just like really? what <laughs> is going on <laughs> like, how <laughs> starting young you sure it was for kids well i mean the story was but like that art book was like <sighs> someone <laughs> yeah someone was like advanced yeah but i've been getting into webtoons like the website like doing them oh yeah i uh I, I, i'm working on my first uh my first chapter Ooh. yeah I'm very interested. I even have uh, I have the whole layout. It's like this really long page wow. full of boxes and stuff. I can show you later. 
Yeah. Yeah. Is, cool. that, is that something people yeah. will see soon? Or is um, that... Soon? <laughs> soon, I don't know. Okay. Uh, I wouldn't say soon. Um, All right. Very early development. Okay. All right. But it's being sketched, so. All right. Hopefully we'll, we'll see. I mean, it's a one-man project, obviously, and like I'm still learning, so. We'll see how it goes. I've up. yeah, I've I've tried doing my own series before, and yeah. it has. Well, I, I've been I've been working on my own series for a long time now, yeah. um, for like a, at least a year and a half to two years, maybe. Uh, Try for six. <laughs> really? I started. I remember exactly because I had the concept back in 2015 around December. Sure. And it was me and my cousin, and we were just brainstorming. And I was just like spitting ideas. I was like, oh, okay, so it's going to be about like Reapers and stuff. And it's yeah. like, we had this whole world and everything. And then I could just, I, I wrote like two seasons of an outline and I r- actually wrote out 22 chapters of like dialogue. Really? Yeah. 22 chapters? It, yeah. And like, I like had concept art and everything. But I was like, my art skill is not good enough to merit a webtoon. And. I kind of also was like, this for, this is more of a first draft because some of the story elements are kind of stupid. <laughs> yeah, I feel that way. A lot of a lot of things that are stopping me in terms of drawing it. Um, well, life. <laughs> well, that and also the same thing that you said that I just don't feel like I'm good enough yet um, to actually portray it in the best way that it deserves to be portrayed. Yeah, I've done like you. I've done like a ton of stories over time, like all my whole life, pretty much. I've written right. stories. Oh right? yeah, definitely. And um, in high school slash college, I was working on one. But I don't know. It just kind of fell flat. I wasn't really committed. Uh, but this one I came up with like two years ago, and I've been really sticking with it. You know, yeah. You can see characters that I've drawn for it on Instagram. Oh yeah, yeah. You've seen like like Tomomi and stuff like yeah. that. You've seen certain characters that I've drawn for it. But like the cast, I've been keeping kind of low. I have like sketches and things, mm. but I don't really draw them too much because nothing's concrete. Yeah. But I decided I'm just kind of gonna kind of go with it because mm-hmm. I already have where I want to end. I know where I'm going. Right. It's just the tiny, minute details and yeah. like and world building that's like keeping me really constricted at the moment. Right. So I'm kind of just like, let me just do it and see what comes to me because I already have the plan right. you know, for the most part. Yeah. So let's see how it goes and everything. I have like my fr- my friend is helping me edit it and everything, oh, okay. you know, working on it and stuff. So <laughs> I remember my first comic series was called Lights in the Shadows. Lights in the Shadows. You want to know what it about? What was it about? It was about light bulbs fighting against other electric appliances. <laughs> <laughs> I, I they might be still buried in my closet, but I, I had this bi- I had it. this big construction paper, yeah. and I like I would draw all the comic pa- and it was like it was in bun and pencil when I was younger. Sure. So like things are just like not coherent, and like it was hand like writing, and it was like oh man, though no, those fucking plug. Well, I didn't know what the f word was. I was like those plugs are attacking again. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's good. That sounds like something you see like on Adult Swim. Yeah, or like something Seth Rogen would make or something. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, but a, stories take a long time. I mean, I call this like my seven-year plan, <laughs> kind of, because I knew number one, I can't invest a hundred percent of my time in it. Yeah, so it's gonna right. take longer. Uh, number two, I just feel like there's some room for me to grow before yeah. I feel comfortable. Like, be, I mean, you're never gonna feel comfortable like dropping anything that you do. You know what I yeah. mean? For the most part, at least for me. Um, but uh. You know, more confident, I guess you can say. This is the true imposter syndrome. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. The real, the real one. <laughs> and um, I don't know. I just feel like, I, you know, once I have the world done, I feel like if I feel more confident and I'll feel more prepared if I have a plan. Yeah. Like we were talking about last week, you know, overall. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to just like go to the Kira Toyama route where I just draw, like I just do each arc. 
at a time. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because that could that could lead to a lot of inconsistencies. I mean, it works for people, I guess, if you're about that life. But I don't know. I'm kind of just going with the flow right now. I see how I do with the webtoon. If it feels like, wow, this is actually something I feel like I feel confident in publishing, then maybe I'll try. All um, right. Well, keep, we'll keep that in mind. And if you're ready to, uh, yeah, talk about it. that at another time. Yeah, another <laughs> yeah. time. But um, it's funny. I, the same thing like you were saying, how like you found like old artwork or old yeah. stuff. Man, I find that stuff all the time, and it just makes me laugh how shitty I was. Oh yeah. Oh, Even in high school, I was just so bad. Oh yeah. So bad. Compared to now. Oh yeah. Mm-mm. The lessons we've learned. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's just with the territory, I guess. Yeah, I mean it, it kids it kills me though because like consistency is such the key. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Um, do you have any do you have any comments on consistency? Well, this is actually an important lesson I've learned. Well, I say I've learned, but like I heard people talk about it, and maybe I've internalized it. We'll we'll see. Mm. <laughs> it was like. There is consistency in the sense of like you should draw consistently, see, like draw as often as, as you as can, possible, right? Yeah. But it was like if you keep drawing the thing wrong, it's gonna stay wrong. Yeah. So you at least have to know what you're doing wrong. Well, the the term practice makes perfect is just wrong. It's that correct practice makes perfect. Right. Perfect practice makes perfect. So it's more of like if you just keep, like you said, if you just keep drawing consistently like that without any real plan or development or any knowledge. Yeah. growing in general it's, right. um you just won't get anywhere in general so for one thing consistency is definitely important though like you know like overall like if you draw like for me throughout my whole drawing career i would go on and off mm-hmm. and um yes i would improve but it was always like at one moment i had like some epiphany right. that brought me to like like you know in an inch higher right to the top level you know nothing crazy yeah but um i participated in uh inktober oh in 2019 when Um, it was still available for everybody (laughs) yeah when it was when it wasn't all the controversy around it at the time um it was like my first inktober that i was like with my friends i was like really gonna commit Mm -hmm. i would draw every single day for october did you succeed i did oh and i haven't stopped since oh nice i draw just about every single day since then till present wow and it's been like amazing to see the progress like you know if you just like if you just look at my first digital piece because i've been drawing digitally for a year now just about over a little over a year and if you look at my first digital piece to my latest digital piece it's Mm. night and day you know overall in general and then if you look at my just my general art and you Mm. look at just in general from what i used to do to now it's just night and day and it's really just practice uh you know practicing every single day practicing correctly because I, I i research and you know if i have an idea in my head i'm trying to look at the theory behind that and how to how to yeah. develop that skill like perspective for example i want to get better perspective if i was going to get better perspective i would pretty much just go on youtube and yeah, not take a stupid art course <laughs> yeah no 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 <laughs> we'll get there <laughs> no yeah we'll get there but um no i i would go on youtube mostly because i'm not an art major obviously um and just like try to find somebody that seems credible or if i know it's credible yeah and see if they have a video on on perspective and mm. uh just study even if the video is like 40 minutes long 45 minutes long 50 minutes long it doesn't really matter i'll sit there and i'll watch it yeah. and then like i'll sit there and watch it and then i'll watch it again but then i'll i'll do it while i'm watching it oh, okay and that's usually how i learn like new techniques and things like that 
Yeah, I have a, like a playlist saved a bunch of. Oh, me videos. too. I don't get to everything because my playlist is so long. Yeah, I, I forget. I'm like, oh yeah. And I'm like, oh yeah. I so I saved this. I forgot. You know, right. I'll find it later and then watch it or something. You know. Yeah. So stay consistent, but correct. Yes, and I, I like. I think like finding people, uh, finding like artists that you like, really helps with that process. Yeah. Also, speaking of which, did you know? I didn't know this. Sure. Apparently, you're supposed to do warm ups. Before drawing, well, warm ups. What do you mean? Like you're supposed to like, well, like like like, like, like draw lines and draw circles before you start. Like, really? Warm up your hand. I've never done that in my life. I know. I like someone was telling was like talking about it on Tumblr, and I was like, "What? You're supposed to practice? <laughs> like you're supposed to warm up before you draw? <laughs> Why? Is there is there like a is there a science behind that? Well, it's like you know, like because you're a singer, like you practice vocal warm ups before yeah. you sing. It's like same thing. Practice hand movement while Interesting. I mean, I guess I do that to a degree because, like, my first sketch is never the, the last sketch. <laughs> right. Tell yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, especially now with, um, while, I'm, while I'm painting more. Because, um, I, I, like, when it comes to painting, for me at least, from what I've learned is that the sketch is, like, one of the most important things ever. Like, you need to have a, the sketch. An idea of what you're doing. Not even, No, not just the idea. Like, for when I'm doing portraits, for example, hmm. that sketch has to be perfect uh. in my mind. Like, you know, like... Um, how do I explain? Are you talking about line art? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the line art. So it's it's when I paint, it's very simple, but it has to be the correct type of simple. Like I need to have specifically like the certain eye shape down or or the certain mouth direction, right? You know, and things like you know, like I can't. I don't like to fiddle mm. with the sketch after. You know what I mean? Right. Sometimes you have to because you make adjustments. Like you know, as you go on, obviously. Right. Um, but I usually like to have a pretty decent sketch done beforehand, so I'll keep doing it over and over again until it looks clean to me. And mm-hmm. then I'll start coloring. Yeah. In general. Um, but I, I think f- uh, having artists yeah. in general that you really look up to or like to or inspire by um, is very important. In that well, regard. it helps you craft your own style. Yeah, I'd say so. Um, also, it's just helpful to learn. I do a lot, a lot of studying with different artists. Mm. And I'm not really studying in the sense that I'm trying to capture their style. Sometimes I like their style, but I like to be original to some degree. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so sometimes I don't always necessarily uh, look at that for that purpose, but I, I more look at it for the techniques, mm-hmm. like what textures are they using for grass, mm, for example, yeah. or like how do they use texture for grass? What kind of strokes are they doing? Possible? What kind of <laughs> yeah. what kind of brush strokes are they doing? Like shading stuff. Yeah. yeah, things like that, or not even just shading. Sometimes it's just literally like because it, it applies to digital when you're painting, even still. Yeah. Like w- the way you you like you know flick your wrist on you know for the actual like um, the line or whatever the right. case you're doing can really matter in that regard. Um, I think for finding your style, uh, looking at artists and like combining them. Like I was watching this video by Ethan Becker. He's an animator and uh, a youtuber yeah and uh, you know i think i've heard the name he had this whole video about finding your style and i was watching it and it was like super interesting um i didn't partake in what he was telling people to do specifically just because i feel like i'm i've already found kind of like my style and yeah. i know how to i know how to develop my style which i've been trying to do yeah um but uh he was like take like take like a mood or like a a feeling or something and like put that attached to one section and then you take like i forget like uh two series that you like and and like take those and put them in a box and then you put like two storylines or two like ideas and you put them in a box and it was all about like mixing them together to create your own thing oh 
So I think like for a beginner, for example, it could be kind of imperative because like a lot of the things we learned in jazz, like in, in school was like, I've always heard it was like imitation before innovation. Right. So if you're trying to be quote unquote original, um, but you don't necessarily know where to begin, I think maybe combining something like you take one artist that you like and another artist that you like or a TV shows art yeah. and combining them together and trying to mold them into your own thing. Yeah. And that'll teach you one about those two separate those two individual styles mm-hmm. alone but then how to also like kind of like make your own thing i think it's one thing that early artists have a problem with because they the internet is like vi- like ferocious about if you trace or if you copy something yeah but i feel like for early artists it's kind of an important learning curve of like just understanding how like an artist does lines or how they do colors i don't think you need to trace though we I mean, don't need to tr- well I don't. I don't agree with that. Like, granted, I was eight years old and traced, but like after a certain point, you know what I mean. You well, eventually start... you move on, right? But, yeah. Like as a beginner, though. But even as a beginner, I think if you're an adult, I think you should just go ahead and go at it. Um, me personally, I don't think you should be tracing because tracing when you're an adult and you're tracing, you get complacent. Mm. You know what I mean? You see pretty pictures because you're and it's like no effort and it's just yeah. like if that's what you're. I mean, hey, if you're just draw, tracing for like I don't know mental release or whatever mental <laughs> health release then do you but if you're actually trying to like learn how to draw that's not the way to go i don't yeah. think so i think you're just it's just trial and error everyone's gonna suck in the beginning unless you're like a prodigy or something right yeah okay um we were talking about artists mm-hmm. who's who's someone do you like you have you want to mention well <laughs> yeah I, it's there's too many i have if someone goes on my twitter i have i follow like I don't know, 180 accounts or something. Sure. And it's safe to say that like not 85% of those are just art accounts. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, granted, like not all of them are just like, oh, I think their artwork is really pretty. I mean, mm-hmm. something that's just like fandom stuff like, oh, you draw JoJo stuff really cool or oh, like okay. you do whatever. Yeah. Um, But there are some of them that like I definitely follow because I love their artwork and what the, I've done their work. Mm-hmm. Um. One that comes to mind right now because I was just playing the game today is Alex Ahad. Uh, he is a creator of Skullgirls, and his artwork is horny on main would be <laughs> an apt term. It's very voluptuous. Very voluptuous. A lot of curves. <laughs> I'm not mad about it. Um, but like, I just love that like cartoony style, and I just love the shapes. I mean, <laughs> shapes, <laughs> but more than more for more than the surface reason. I like. Um, he has very soft lines. Yeah, I find that's like one of the things I struggle with is uh the angularity of my lines. Yeah, they're like kind of sharp, you know. And there are certain things, especially when you're drawing the female physique, is that you definitely need to have softer lines in general and more round because mm-hmm. they're just not as edged out as right. men, you know. Obviously, because just so their you know anatomy and stuff so i do like i like how soft it is and very gentle it's also very smooth and just round he uses a lot of round shapes and it works well for his pieces i really like it i also like how there's kind of like well some of his more bigger works there's always like a line of motion that like feels correct because I, I, that's one of my biggest problems when you're doing like poses where like you try doing a dynamic pose and, and it kind of looks a little stagnant, looks stupid and you're yeah. like, oh, fuck. Stiff. Yeah. Like his always just 
got right. <laughs> well, one thing I've learned is like it's true because like I'm sure when he draws his stuff, he probably does draw a line of action. Yeah, because that's a lot of that's what a lot of people do. Yeah, you had kind of like for me when I try to draw uh, draw a dynamic pose at this point, I kind of draw the spine, like first. Yeah, the curvature of the spine, because that'll give you a lot of leeway. Um, Jim Lee, uh, an art DC. Well, he's not only DC, but he does a lot of DC work mm-hmm. um, for Batman and other things. He's famous for that kind of stuff. He has a really good uh, video on YouTube for anatomy and how to draw it. Right. You know, he kind of correlates each thing, yeah. like the chest to the waist. And like, as long as you have that part, mm-hmm. then you can do any dynamic pose. Right. So he kind of focuses a lot when he does his sketches on that section, like the parallel, the parallel or perpendicular motions of the chest versus to the the pelvis, and like that's like his big, really big thing. I like it a lot. I think that's a cool method to use. Like if you're focused on like the curvature of those two yeah. things and you know how parallel they are or not, so it can definitely help you give some fluidity and dynamics to your drawings. Right. Yeah. I just want to capture that. <laughs> it's so Me too, hard. man. It's hard. Dynamics is hard because, like, it's hard to draw the human body. We're all weird. Oh yeah, especially those human bodies. <laughs> oh, the, these specifically, yeah. My only thing with his art is that I don't, I don't like the proportions of like in height of the characters. In height, they Ooh. all look very small. Really? That's to me though. I could be wrong, but to me, it just looks that way. They look like kind of midgety, but maybe that's because I know Skullgirls and they're all tiny. I mean, not all of them, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I mean, I, it might be the thing of like because just so voluptuous. <laughs> it's I, like, I, but I don't mind that part. <laughs> yeah, because they don't look all that small. I don't know. I like it though. I can't hate. He's awesome. Yeah, very good. Anyone else? Um, I need to pull up the list. <laughs> oh yeah, Irene Horrors. Yeah, tell me about her. Uh, so I found her originally on DeviantArt and then I was just like, I'm just going to follow you everywhere. Cause my God, your artwork is so cool. <laughs> it's like Gothic kind of style, mm-hmm. but it's like a bit cartoony too. And a bit like anime Castlevania. Yeah. I get that vibe. Like American anime. Yeah. Oh, I just love it. Cause it's just so cool. All these designs and stuff. Yeah. It looks like, uh, there's like a a morbid vibe to them. Yeah, they really set the tone. I wouldn't like, I wouldn't call them necessarily horror, because I don't really see them as like scary, for example, or like yeah, it's grotesque. not like they're horror, not really grotesque. Horror. It's kind of like gothic horror in a sense. Yeah, it's like if you like vampires, you'd be into it. Yeah, vampires and old myths and stuff. Yeah, that's like the type of style that she goes for. I dig it. It's really cool. Yeah, I just those line like. Alex Ahad had all the voluptuous stuff, but she's more of like the angles and like. Mm-hmm. I agree. Her backgrounds are sick too. Oh, her backgrounds are so cool. I need to. The backgrounds suck, man. It makes me so mad. Backgrounds are hard, man. And I try so hard. I try so hard to make a cool background. Sometimes I hit it, but most of the time it's like, eh, it's all right. I feel like that's like. It's sad because it pisses me off because I like the last one I just did. Yeah. I feel like the girl looks really good, but I'm just not convinced with the background. It pisses me off. Yeah. I really want to get better at it. I keep practicing. I keep trying. So only, it's only a matter of time. Yeah. She's really cool. Ugh, I just want it to. I just, I, I see all these artists. I just like, I want your skill. Give me. <laughs> yeah. But you, like you, you said yourself, you don't draw. I know. You got to draw. I know. I'm going to peer pressure you into it. 
All right. peer pressured me to this buy is, it. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> I'm going to go. Might as well keep going. Yeah, right. All right. This is your assignment. Mm-hmm. You got to do two drawings a week. Oh, fuck. That's it. There's two drawings a week. <laughs> I do a drawings. drawing every day, dude. You could do two a week. Yeah, I, you're right. I should probably <laughs> <do>. <laughs> You can do it. Yeah. All right. How about this? One sketch, one colored piece. And that, could, that's they, that's more reasonable. I could do that. Maybe. One sketch, one colored piece. Yeah. There you go. It's going to be a lot of skeletons. <laughs> a lot of skeletons. Well, no, I'm just... But, I mean, that's one of the things I, I, I learned, too, is that um, people stay, like, stay out of your comfort zone. Yeah. I don't really agree. And, like, I was watching some videos on it and, you know, researching it myself and trying to, like, formulize how I feel. Mm-hmm. And um, I kind of agree. Um, y- you have to, you have to, like, learn something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you keep jumping around or, like, not going in your car, like, not staying in a lane for, like, a little bit at least... Yeah. Um, I feel like you're just going to kind of be all over the place. Yeah. Like for me, my comfort lane right now is like doing portrait work and painterly stuff or sometimes my story and my story stuff too. So I primarily stay in that lane. I don't really touch too much other stuff right now because I'll learn tools while I progress in this lane and then I'll feel more comfortable doing other things too. Like I feel more, a little more comfortable trying to do backgrounds more. So before I used to do like a kind of like a, uh, almost like a, a portrait background mm-hmm. when you're taking pictures like a blank but it has like shadows and lighting and stuff in the back but now i'm starting to try to bring out more backgrounds and doing more things in the pieces trying to make them feel more alive yeah in general so i, I think that really helps mm. yeah uh so if you want to talk about horror <laughs> oh yeah if you want to talk about horror for realsy uh one of the artists i follow shintaro kago and he we, really does remind me of Junji Ito, like he said. He's very Junji Ito-y. hundred percent. Some of his, like, <sighs> Junji Ito does a thing, though, where it's like, it's eerily beautiful, and then it's like a horror, and is it makes sense. Yeah. Shintaro Kago is just like, fucking balls to the wall, and just, like, he must have, like, some sort of random thing picker, and it's like, what horrible shit am I going to draw today? <laughs> Like a face coming out of another face, some girl eating her brains, eyeballs falling out of, a, like it's just weird. <laughs> yeah, it's very strange. I think that's I I agree. I think Juji Into it does weird with a purpose. Yeah, this just seems like weird for the sake of being weird. It's very surreal. Yeah, I I like it though. It's cool. You could totally see the in- inspiration. It definitely looks like it's almost. I do you think this is traditional, or do you think this is digital? Some of it's animated, yeah, isn't that? Yeah, so like, it's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. But you can tell he does a lot of traditional work. Yeah, too. he does some traditional stuff too. I actually don't know if it's all traditional, but it's. Um, I definitely don't think it's all traditional. No. Um, but it definitely feels like some of it is for yeah. sure. Very. I, I just say if anyone goes to like investigate afterwards, uh, just viewer discretion advised <laughs> like some horrible shit lies here but it's cool though it's cool just shintaro underscore kago kago yeah you can just search on google you'll find it you'll find some stuff <laughs> um you also had the person who did the artwork for city girl right yeah vicky she like i don't think i would want to emulate her style like with my works but like i just love the colors yeah, I mean, I agree. I don't think this is something that I would do because it's just not my lane. Yeah. But she has, like, a great knowledge of, like, color theory because she blends, like, certain colors together that just work. Yeah. 
they're all very highly saturated and just so bright and so like i don't know i don't know like even it. the darker pictures have like a saturation to it mm-hmm. that's like that gives some brightness to it yeah you don't feel like like a darker photo doesn't make you feel like like heavy or sad yeah. or mellow it still gives you some type of joy which is cool right yeah her work's great and especially with like the city girl album covers and stuff yeah i mean i love i love that um uh, the one i showed you oh yeah it's so good um, it's really cool. It's cool to see that you know they're uh, taking artists and uh, you know, working with them, and even Instagram artists and things like that. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I have a few people too. Um, yeah. Did you have anybody else? Yeah. Oh, Kenny Art or Quinny Quinny Art? Yeah. yeah. Oh, Kenny Art. Yeah. Kenny Art. Excuse me. Um, yeah, she was an amazing artist, and I I found her stuff originally on DeviantArt, I believe like early on and like i always like it would be like one of the those daily dave daily deviations that would like show up sure and she had this sort of i don't know how to describe like eerily beautiful artwork that kind of was like fragile i think it's the best word to describe like everything has this sort of like fragileness to it i see that i mean it it looks kind of I mean, it kind of conveys in the art that like you can see somebody with like an open, you know, no skin. You just see the bones, pretty much. Yeah, but it's not grotesque. It's no, it's not. It's it's done uh, beautifully. Like yeah. you know, like it's it's not necessarily sad. It's almost like just being kind of exposed. Yeah, and given her circumstance, because she's like a heart surgery, or she was a person who survived heart sur- multiple heart surgeries, and unfortunately, she did pass away from it. But uh, her work was amazing. Yeah, and it'll forever stay here. Which is yeah. cool, you know. You can, everyone can always just go ahead and look at it. I really like this piece with uh, the house inside yeah. of it and the portrait. That's pretty cool. It's slightly giving like it's a little more detailed, but it's slightly giving me a little bit of Gris vibes. I feel that too. I get that. I got that from the other girl too, a little bit. Yeah, just more colorful. But I, I hear you. I see that for sure. Yeah. Um, I have I said, some people. Yeah. Do you have any artists? Hell yeah, I do. <laughs> Of course. So, one dude, I told you about Ethan Becker already. Yep. So, he's pretty cool. Let me see if I can pull up his stuff. So, he does, like, a lot of animation work and things like that. Oh, yeah. But he does do some painterly stuff, too. Like, he worked on Avatar The Last Airbender. Oh, okay. Yeah, and he's really funny on YouTube, too. He's very, like... Oh, yeah, look s- at that. Satirically narcissistic. Like, he's not really. He just acts like that for, for the videos. But... I love the expression work. Oh, yeah. I've learned a lot from him from that. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's amazing. You should really check out his stuff on his YouTube channel. Cause what is he, this? Remi- it, it's kind of reminding me. Have you heard that anime Redline? Uh, I don't believe so. Yeah, it's like not quite the style, but it's like the expressions and sort of like. Uh, like, what's the word? Like, there's an energy to his drawings. It's kind of reminding me of like the Redline style, which is really cool. Yeah, he's amazing. He really knows how to like um, co- uh, compose a drawing, yeah. an illustration. You know, like yeah. all the ins and outs of what you need to do to make this thing feel alive. Yeah. Really Overall. loves the lips. <laughs> yeah, he does. But I mean, th- I think it's because like he's so nasty at it. Because lips are Yo, very yeah, hard. Yeah. Lips are very hard to convey, like in a way that's expressive. 
And if you can master that downhill, I would do the same thing. He went to the Iraqi school of like drawing lips. Seriously, right? <laughs> yeah. So I really mess with him a lot. I learned a lot from him on his yeah. YouTube channel. So Ethan Becker, check him out. No, definitely. Um, another dude that I've been uh, that Ethan Becker actually put me on to was uh, Jake Wyatt. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. He does a lot of like his own comic story. Oh, that's cool. That's yeah. what I like. And I like it too because he adds like this kind of grain to his it's clearly it's like i don't he draws it and then he puts it in in post and digital but you can just always feel like this grain to his art so i really like that makes it feel like it's paper even though it's processed and everything he's like a mixture of a couple artists i follow and like like city girl not city girl uh vicky and like her spalter like a bunch of people like combined together Mm mm-hmm and I love because it's got that cartooniness, but those like colors are very saturated. Mm-hmm. It's definitely different. His his stories on Tumblr, I'm pretty sure. So check that out. Oh, definitely. Oh man, I'm gonna definitely follow this guy. Yeah, <laughs> he's cool. He hasn't posted in a while, which is a shame. Oh, uh, you know, but he's probably working on stuff and he doesn't busy. have the time. Artist but... is busy, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he's sick. I, I really I really like his stuff a lot. Yeah. Wow, those expressions are great. Um, and then we have two of the main artists that I've been focusing on, mm-hmm. uh, for the past year. Yeah. And I honestly like. I don't know. I almost want to dedicate my 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 uh, growth okay. to them specifically. <laughs> All right. Um. Just uh, one dude is called Sam Does Arts. Oh yeah, you mentioned. Him yeah. So that. he's like he has one point million followers now. Um. He's been uh, all over the place, blowing up, and uh, his art looks like this. Oh. Oh. Yeah. He has some crazy like it's like almost like a Pixar meets anime. Yeah. It's but like also life yeah life that's what i'm saying you see how my style is kind of like is that supposed to be ray which one the one your mouse is hovering about no no it's not okay because i was like i had like a a double take like a daisy ridley type look yeah Yeah. no but look at this one dude oh my oh my god look at that oh my god so it's like a a girl swimming in the water and it just looks incredible that looks borderline photo wow yeah isn't that nuts that's the level I'm trying to get to. Oh, and he's only done, he's only been doing digital art for three to four years. Really? Oh, he must, yeah. He must have been doing art longer. But I mean, I'm a year in, so let's see what happens yeah, in, in three years. But, but Jesus uh, Christ. Yeah, wow. Man. It's incredible what he does. It's incredible. Water is so hard. He's a background master. He, oh, my God. Oh, I... Ugh, if, again, I, if this podcast could go on for like five hours, there's a number Seriously. of artists. I would be like, yo, she drew this entire background of a grocery store. And it's like. Pfft. But what perplexes me is the amount of time that he, he does to do these trends. Yeah, uh, Jesus. One God. hour and 25 minutes for this. What? Yeah. Bullshit. Let me show you the one with the water. How long that was. Guarantee you it was like an hour and like 30 minutes. Like including the sketch for it? Yeah. Hour and 10 minutes it took me. Holy fucking. What? Yeah. So I subscribed to his Patreon. So I see his process. And he really just has very, very light um, sketches and goes through it. Like, look at this one. This is a video of his process. So you can see oh it's like my God. very light. Then he does a taxi. Holy shit. Yeah, look at it. That's how he does it. It's pretty crazy. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. And he takes all of these from, like, reference photos. Oh, that, of, like, okay, that, that makes sense. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But oh, like, like, there's got to be something, right? You got to work with something. Well, he uses reference models, but still. That's, yeah, that's crazy. I mean, he, he he's just so unbelievably talented when it comes to lighting and yeah, contrast. Oh, definitely, definitely. That's what I've been trying to learn from him is like, that's what I mean by taking things from his artists. I'm not necessarily trying to take his art style, 
but I'm trying to take his techniques. Yeah. So like the way he uses contrast and lighting to really convey, like you know, volume, and exaggerate. And stuff. Yeah, it creates dimension and it really just, it just creates like I don't know this atmosphere for the piece when he does stuff like that. So I've been really trying to concentrate on my lighting and my shading and everything. But he's just Jesus literally Christ. disgusting. Like that's yeah, my goodness. Like bro. Oh my god. Like bro, what? How do you do that? <laughs> I have his brush packs too. Yeah, I, I I have his brush packs. I use them all the time. Jesus Christ! Like wow. Yeah, I still don't know how he does stuff like that. I mean, a part of especially me, in a time. Well, two hours twenty five minutes. That's for that, but still, that's like that's yeah. that's long for him. Jesus. While me, it takes me like seven hours to finish my pieces. Like I'm all, I'm all out of whack when it comes to stuff like that. So confirmed, he has to stand Heaven's Door. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, dude, this just like I can't get over. Like, just look at that car. Oh my god. I can't. He has like, this, I, that looks like he has this one with this girl at the airport, and I can't. I can never get over. It. First off, the way he did this girl's curls. Oh my god! You, wow! Yeah, incredible how he does hair. Um, but there's this one. There's just oh, this, that's cool. This one. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, the I, middle one was cute. The oh, this one. Yeah, I'm trying to find it. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Because yeah. it's so it's so incredible, dude. I can't even. There it is. Oh wow. It's like how, how does he do that? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, um, but I'm subscribed to his Patreon, so I, I'm trying to uh, to learn from him a little bit. Oh man, nah, if you could draw like that in a couple of years, buddy. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. I'm a year in, and I, I I'm at where I'm at, which I don't think is terrible for a year. Yeah. And in terms of painterly, but if I can get to this level where I'm drawing crazy shit like this in just three years, man. Yeah. Damn. I'm in there like swimwear. Damn. And then we also have. The creme that a creme for me. Ross draws. Ross draws. I know this dude's gaining some popularity. More, I mean, he has popularity. Obviously. He's got more subscribers. But, but more, like in the sense that, like, he, I feel like I see him more often, like doing things. Yeah. For, for his like you know industries, like he's done stuff for Apex Legends now, and like. Oh other, really? Yeah, he has like designs that he's done for Apex Legends and things like that. But this, he got me into painterly in the first place. I saw how beautiful his work was. Like, look at this lady Loki. Like, I saw how beautiful his work oh, was, wow. yeah. and I was just like, man, I want to do that. So I got a tablet and started going to work. He's just he's just incredible. Like, the way he does things is just unbelievable. Yeah, wow. He has, I don't know what it is, man. I know I know his processes. Like, I know sometimes, like, he'll he'll use photos, like, from real life. and like. I mean, yeah, most artists do, though. Yeah, just, I mean, he's so busy. I mean, I can't imagine that he sketches out everything, you know. I'm trying to pin time. down his style. I don't know what it is. Because he kind of has several yeah um, it depends i think on because he's very versatile so like when he does a background piece like this you can see it's almost like cinematic yeah that is one that, was like that, cinematic you know I mean? there was one that looked like fully coley another one was like kind of like apex legends like concept art ish well he did that it's probably because it was apex oh legends, yeah probably like concept yeah art. but like look at this piece he did yeah like, and there's like straight up realism yeah so he'll take a picture of himself in like a costume like he was doing one for ray and then he'll just like sketch over it and manipulate it into himself, pretty like into Ray, pretty much, or whoever you're, he's doing. But it's just like the process is so wild. Yeah, wow. He's so he's crazy. I, I'm on his Patreon too. I'm actually doing his art boot camp. So, I'm, fingers crossed that I get sick after that. Yeah, night. Nice. But yeah, he kind of be too powerful. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, he he made he made his Attack on Titan piece with a picture of a piece of meat. <laughs> I swear to God. Oh. And it looks incredible. 
it was a challenge. He was like, I took this like a raw, like a, a steak, like a sirloin or something. Or a so the next one he's got to do, he's got to take a picture of a tree, right? And yeah, <laughs> right. And do the other attack and flying thing. It always comes back to that. Oh, man. But just like this was the first piece for, uh, where's my mouse? This was the first piece for the boot camp. And it's just like, you can see the artist. I think he shows the, yeah, that's the resemblance to the artist. Holy crap. Yeah. And he sketched us out. I watched him do this. Like literally, <laughs> I saw the whole process. It was two hours to took him. Oh my god! Yeah, I saw the whole process. I've I've seen like one of the artists I follow, um, Pororo or something. Um, like they just recently started a class thing on some sort of art website, and I was t- I was I was debating on taking it, but I was like, I don't think I can catch up. I don't think I'm ready <laughs> to like two well, classes. I did this because I was like, well, I want to get better, right? Yeah, and I wanted to see his full process. Because he does like videos and he uses, he does full process and he explains things to a degree. Mm-hmm. Like he has like these 24 minute videos of his other boot camps that he's done. Right. And he'll post like a snippet of it on YouTube. And I'm like, oh wow, this is really in depth. So I want to know more. So these two hour boot camps is sick because he sits down with his uh, intern or his assistant, Stella, yeah. who's another artist. And he does this and he explains things. But she also asks him questions that like I would ask. She takes like fan questions and like okay. other things because the way he explains things sometimes is so acute to himself that it doesn't, it doesn't always translate. Yeah. Okay. You know how some people just have a way cause they know it. Yeah. 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 Right. So she kind of brings it out of him to like explain it better to a degree or sometimes he doesn't even know, like, which is so cool. Like, cause sometimes I feel like, man, he's so knowledgeable. He must know all these techniques and stuff like that. And he's like, bro, I can't even remember what I learned in art school. I just keep practicing. Yeah. I, I feel like it's <laughs> a like thing of all art people whether they're not like digital they're like visual artists or music stuff like there's a thing where like you, you get so advanced where you kind of just like forget how to like explain basics because you're like yeah with how do you- well it's just light work to you you know what I mean? yeah it's either that or it's just you know it's been so long since you've actually been in the classroom that you can't remember necessarily the quote-unquote science behind it but you know how it works yeah in that regard you know what i mean it's just a matter of explaining it to a, an audience right but um i'm very excited i mean I'm a little behind on my assignments right now because we've been doing this and, uh, and other things. Yeah. <laughs> whoops. Whoops. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Um, but I want to finish before February of next year because there's a contest at the end Ooh. of the boot camp where you can learn, you can win a couple thousand or whatever. Oh. And uh, you win like 1500s first prize, I think. And then you also get a re- an art review from him personally mm. of a portfolio. You get a portfolio review. Wow. So like, I mean, what are the chances, right? But like, I gotta try at least, right? <laughs> Overall, floor that imposter syndrome. <laughs> Seriously, right? <laughs> but I mean, that's the type of thing that I'm trying to do now. It's just I'm, I'm trying to just be proud of my stuff and mm-hmm. just kind of do it, regardless if I feel like a fraud or not. <laughs> like I felt like I, I was, I was telling you earlier, I was having major imposter syndrome. Yeah. For this podcast, because I'm, I'm not, I didn't go to school for this. You know, I'm not. Neither of us went. To neither school. went to school for this exactly. So, um. You know, like what? What say do we have? You know, for you know, for example, I took but one art course and I pulled out. <laughs> I took two art co- courses and I pulled out of the one that you took too. <laughs> well, it was in college and we took drawing one because I was like, all right, well, I want to get better as a as an artist, right? And well, yeah, was- we both wanted to become like better artists. Yeah, and well, I mean, I think at that time I wasn't like that much friends with you. I was like kind of acquaintances. Yeah, we weren't like as tight as we were. Yeah, yeah, but like. I remember like all the musicians who took it like kind of huddled in one a group, mm-hmm. and our teacher was this like pompous, br- pompous British dude. British dude. <laughs> but uh, and like 
you know, the first part was kind of fun because we learned how grid drawing of like how to take yeah. a smaller image and make it bigger. And that was okay. I kind of cheated a bunch though because like he was supposed to be like, oh, doing mathematics. And I'm yeah. like, listen, I'm just going to match up where those lines yeah. match up. Yeah, exactly. Um, Try to cheat cheat a little bit. Yeah. And then like we were doing like shading. But like he had this requisite of like it had to be on gray paper and you had to use a oh, certain man. color red he was and a so certain white. And then he was shown an example and it like of a sphere being 3D and it wasn't 3D. And I was like, <laughs> oh, that used to make me so upset. He would demonstrate it to the class. Yeah. And it would look nothing like what he wanted. Right. <laughs> it's just, just like, well, what are you giving me here? I mean, granted, I've seen some of his actual works and he's a good artist. He's great. He's amazing. Um, but I don't know. There were four music majors in that class. Well, that voice cracked. There was four music majors in that class. And we all dropped out of the class. I mean, I mean, we were during the barrier, yeah, but like barrier, the barrier. Um, <laughs> but, but still, still, I, I was the last one though. You stuck out. I stuck out as long as I could. I man. couldn't handle it. Cause I, I was, stuck out as long as I could. Cause that, I remember, cause we would do the thing like drawing the spheres and we mm-hmm. like, one of the assignments were like draw free, draw three, uh, 3d spheres. And I did that. But like, since it was like this charcoal pencil thing, yeah, I smoothed it out to make it like smooth. And he's like, "No, don't do that." He wanted the texture. He, he gave me fifty. Dude, I got so many fifties in that class. I, so I, many. And you can check my art on Instagram. You know, you could check it out to see if I'm a trash or not. You know, whatever the <laughs> case may be. But um, it was so frustrating because number one, I'm not an art major. Right. I did this for fun and to learn. Yeah. Right. Not to get grilled when I was already getting grilled for the barrier. Like the barrier was already stressing me the hell out. All of us, you know, we were all sweaty (laughs) right for it. Right. And, um, I used to do my assignments for like six hours plus trying to get it right in fear of the fifties. Yeah. And then I would get a fucking 50 anyway. I eventually dropped it when I, like I worked really hard on this assignment and he looked at it and was like, this is trash and gave me a 30, a 30 and then threw it. And then literally was yelling at me how bad it was in front of the whole class. Oh, my God. And I didn't even think it was that bad. You're going to think it was like some stick figure drawing, right? But I went in. I was trying really hard. And I don't even remember what it was now, like what the assignment was. I'm trying to remember what you were telling me during that time. I think it was like the last assignments I remember before I dropped it was like a vase thing of apples. And you were trying to like. Well, I know I, we had we had. I think that's what it was. But I I know we did one where it was just separate um, fruit yeah. in general. And I did that shit during choir. <laughs> I was like the it was I expected the thirty that time. Yeah. And I got an eighty five. <laughs> the one assignment that I got a good grade on, I didn't even try. It was like a two hours. It was I had like two maybe two hours during choir to do that assignment. He was the most backwards like person ever because he would. Every, everything it seemed like he valued was not good compared to like the stuff that was good. I distinctly remember like just a background detail. We would like he would have music on in the background. Yeah. And sometimes it's just like, ugh, you know, I don't whatever music. That was the one cool thing though, is that you could just put your headphones in and draw. Yeah, that's true. But like one time he had Pink Floyd going and yeah, I was like, Oh was shit, cool. like crazy diamond. Like, oh nice. And he's like, Oh, you like Pink Floyd? And I'm like, Yeah, yeah, no, it's Pink Floyd's cool. And he's like, All right, and then he never played <laughs> He never played he changed it. Again. it and I was, Very spiteful. I was just like, what the fuck's your problem? Like, Jesus. I don't know. I mean, I get being hard 
and like wanting to see you know maybe tough love is like i'm all for tough love you yeah. know what i mean i'm a blunt person that's okay yeah you know overall but i think it goes beyond that <laughs> you know overall when i thought i was an art major and that was like my degree and i i kind of understand but i'm just it's just an elective for me bro can you chill yeah, like, <laughs> at least make it constructive. It wasn't even constructive. He would just be like, this is bad, 30, and threw it. Like, didn't even do it, didn't even say anything. Like, I'm all for constructive criticism if you were like, oh, the shadows here aren't correct, or they should be facing a different way, yeah. and whatever the case may be. I remember he, he didn't give me an, an, um, a 95 for that Apple drawing because the, the cash shadow at the bottom was, like, not not in the correct space. Yeah, He took off, like, 20 points for that. I was just like, bruh. That was also the thing. Like, the grading system was so arbitrary. I was like, I'm going to fail this class. I never thought in my life that I would fail an art class. <laughs> that was always, like, my thing. I drew and things like I never thought in my life that that would be one of the things that I'd be yeah, failing. Yeah. Right. I was like, holy shit. Now we bounced out of that motherfucker. However, I did take a color theory class. Fuck you. Yeah, I know. And I, I, oh, okay. <laughs> I was so close to signing up to that, and I got booted out. That was a very pleasant experience. I wish. I learned a lot. I think one of the reasons why I'm very good with color is because of that class. Oh, great. And I, st- <laughs> I, I mean, I have the syllabus and all the sheets oh, still, yeah, man, okay. if you want to look yeah, at them. <laughs> Don't be salty, bro. I'm we got some fries for all this salt that you're pouring out right now. Really? Call me sodium, man. Sweating salt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. But I enjoyed it. First off, I thought the teacher was better in terms of his art. Yeah, you showed me his yeah. artworks, and I was like, yeah, this seems wild. like a person who knows what the fuck is He was wild, wild. And he was so nice, man. It's the nicest guy. Yeah. He also taught drawing one. What are the what are the odds, man? If only we knew. If only we knew. If only we knew. Um, but he liked. I liked that class a lot because he taught us mostly about color, but we can pretty much do whatever we wanted to. Oh. So that's what was really cool about it. Like I remember we had to do like uh, he. It was almost like arts and crafts, like to a degree to some stuff. He made us do like these like this portfolio but he made us like actually make the portfolio oh. out of like color pieces of paper and then he had us do like these fold outs that were supposed to tell a story oh. and i did like star wars i did like anakin's life and stuff like that and there was one where we had to do like a christmas card and i did one of goku saying merry christmas and i was just doing whatever the hell i wanted to where the fuck was this like come <laughs> on this is such bullshit it was awesome i, I enjoyed it because i learned so much about color balances and what colors match together and how to work that out and the science behind that stuff and all that jazz. I'm just going to go back to WestCon just for this one Because one just course. Just one course. Just come back. Honestly, dude, it's really helped me a lot. Like, I feel like a lot of my color pieces or the color choices that I do yeah. are solely based off of my knowledge off of that one course. <laughs> and I'm sure, like, God. all these artists out there who are, like, studying their whole lives are probably like, this kid is so annoying. Yeah. Because I, I, I took one color theory course and, and he's now like, you're oh, yeah, I'm, the, I'm the shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God fucking damn it. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. I think that's this is a good segue into just art tips in general. Oh, art tips in general? Sure. Because, like, if anything has been learned from this lesson is that sometimes people who say they know what they're talking about don't know what they're talking about. Oh, yeah. So don't listen to us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have Mr. Color Fury. This is an opinion <laughs> show, okay? <laughs> this is an opinion show. <laughs> just a wolf deity and a reaper just telling our opinion. I know. Like, <laughs> whatever. You take that however you will. <laughs> <Whatever>. <laughs> um, 
yeah there's a lot of like instagram and like tiktok videos that are well you have good. fucking art books and stuff on amazon where yeah. you're like yo how to draw anime i mean not to say that all of them are bad like no. there's some obviously like the people that i that i follow for artists are on instagram and they have tips and they're not necessarily always quote-unquote professionals in the industry you know right. um but they're just sick so i think it just depends on like your preference and everything but there are also some art tips that are just wrong as well oh def like you like again like you see those like how to draw books mm-hmm. on amazon or whatever and it would be like what was his name mark crawley do you remember which one the dude does fairy appearance no oh no that's <laughs> another guy that's stuck. Dumb, <laughs> No, I don't no, know why was, I thought that was the same guy. No, it was like Mark Crawley or something. Oh, Mark Crilly? Crilly. Mark Crilly. Yo, Mark Crilly freaking helped me so much. You don't think he's good? I mean, I think he helped with... Like, I have some of his art books. Yeah. But I feel like the art books were a bit iffy. Really? I just watch his YouTube videos. Stuff. Yeah. I, I mean, because... I mean, it worked for his style. I mean, he helped me a lot in high school. I yeah. got a lot better because of Mark Crilly. Yeah, like I think, like I definitely watch his videos too. And I mean, I don't think I could watch him now and actually learn something. I think it's like kind of like he's like stone. Yeah, he's like an, yeah, 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 yeah. He's like an intermediate. Like you know, what I mean, you're yeah. trying to go from like like you're kind of a beginner, but you know a little bit to yeah. like a little bit more advanced. Then yeah. I think he's a good outlet for that for sure. Yeah, I mean, he's a great artist. You know, in terms of that, like, yeah. he's successful and he's done a lot of stuff and everything. Um, I mean, he's he's not like out of this world. He's got a very like from where I last remember, he has a very like '90s anime style. Yeah, yeah. I think that maybe maybe that's maybe not maybe not uh, out of the, maybe not his his skills are not the, in question. Yeah, it's his style choices. Maybe just not as modern. Yeah, as, as I would like. Maybe. And I think that was the problem when like I guess when you learn from that sort of like our teachers always gripe about like if you draw anime or stuff because like oh you're not learning it correctly and sometimes it's like fuck you but, like, <laughs> at, always yeah <laughs> like at some points also like depending like listen some 90s anime is really good but like mm-hmm. i will admit it's very stylized and like you can learn wrong things about anatomy and stuff oh yeah that. i mean if you're looking there's a difference between studying like fundamentals yeah and studying styles right exactly you got to like differentiate between the two you can't be looking at a style for um for functionality right right you need to know that first before you can stylize yeah in general so everyone always says study anatomy study study perspective you know all these other things yeah (laughs) and it's true it's true it's true i mean you can i think you can do these things in a fun way right like the one of the things I learned in my in my college years and just my my young twenties, right? Because I'm 25 now, so my young, my younger twenties, younger twenties, um, was how to learn, right? How I learn things, mm-hmm. right? And that's helped me so much in general. So I think that's a good train of thought to start with. Is like, how do you learn? What's the best way for you to absorb this information quickly, efficiently, and being able to present that in your works in general? Right. Um, for me. Like for science, for example, just as in a theoretical example, I like science, but the the theory of it bores me, right? Right. So when I look for science things now, I kind of look them to. I look for things that correlate to my interests. Like there's a video because science, right? That there's a lot of things like, can a super soldier serum work in today's world or real world? Like how does that work, right? Mm-hmm. And then you learn a lot about muscle development and like enzymes and what yeah. genetics through that. You know what I mean in general. 
So that's kind of like what I would do normally for this too. So I want to learn how to draw a male physique who's built, right? I'm going to, like, for example, I don't I know. I you said MILF for example. Oh, MILF, yeah. I was like, well, Alex Ahad, it's right that there. That too, that too, I know. <laughs> if I want to learn, like, a MILF physique or if I want to learn dynamics or something, right, yeah. or perspective, then right. I'll draw, like, if I want to learn perspective, I'll draw something in my world, my character, in an action. Right. So now I'm doing something for my story that I'm enjoying and I'm emotionally invested in. Mm. And then also I'm learning mechanics as well right. of perspective in that regard. So something similar to that. I also think you need to be invested. A lot of people say like distance yourself from your work. So if it's criticized, you don't feel as bad about it. Mm. I mean, for me, it's just like grow a pair, you know, overall in terms of that regard. Um, but when it comes to... Uh, drawing or doing something artistically that you're passionate about i think that's always necessary yeah i mean i think like what's better than kind of buying these books to tell you how to draw things is actually find the real life equivalents of them like like when i was learning how to draw uh just bodies and physics and stuff sure. i actually have like an anatomy book like the detailed like doctor mm -hmm. thing yeah <laughs> of like a dissection of a body and no you need to know that stuff it matters and like I know now where all the bones are. <laughs> like I can draw skeletons really good now. <laughs> mm -hmm. But that'll help you though. Cause it'll tell you where the joints are. Yeah, where, exactly. You know, things are in terms of dynamic poses where they need to be in positions and everything like that. So that's very, definitely beneficial. Shapes are very important. Shapes are very important. The different types, the, the more, the verse, the more versatile your shapes are in your, your sketch or your layout, yeah. the more dynamic your and gesture, uh, more gesture it'll yeah. present. I think the image. important thing is with art tips is that you want to learn like whoever's teaching you, you want to learn from them how to take the principles of their lesson mm -hmm. and like apply that to your future drawings and not just be like, Oh, here's how to draw a dog. But now you can only draw that dog in that one pose. How, mm -hmm. Like, here's yeah. your steps, how to draw it. Like, no, you want to learn. Learn how a dog moves. Learn how a dog moves, where its bone structure lies, its muscle structure, like how its face works. Behaviors, even. Yeah, I mean, that definitely helps. Reference, sure. reference, 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 reference. <laughs> oh, yes, dude, reference. Man, people who think, I mean, unless you're some art god, I don't know really many artists who don't draw without some form of reference. Yeah, you need to. Because you can't really draw from the brain, man. You just can't picture it like that. And if you do picture it like that, it'll say like you like to draw from your mind, mm. whatever the case may be. Uh, the only person I know who could really do that is what, uh, King Jun, right? Or whatever. What's his name? Junji uh, Ito? No, not Junji Ito. <laughs> the other guy. Uh, which one are you talking about? Oh my about? God, it's bothering me. Where he can draw from his mind and it's like incredible. Is he like manga or like... No, 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 no. Oh my God, it's going to bother me. I'll get back to it. Just okay, right. Yeah, I'll get back to it. It doesn't matter. Um, essentially, like if you're trying to draw from your mind, you're going to have this image in your head, but it, it could be obscured by your brain and it, it's not exactly how that image or that thing looks. Yeah. You know, overall, like say I'm trying to draw a tree and I'm just picturing a tree in my head. Yeah. Well, my brain is just trying to formulate what that looks like. Yeah. But it's never going to meet what actually it looks like. Well, even then, like you forget sort of thing, like smaller details like if we were drawing like say that guitar in a corner of the room mm -hmm. like you sure you like you remember the neck and stuff and the strings and the maybe the pickups but like oh we're well, gonna remember like that little silver outline around it or like those little 
designs within the fretboard there's a logo on top like there's a lot of details where it doesn't immediately come to mind Mm -hmm. but like once you're looking at it it's like oh yeah i gotta do that part it also gives you perspective on the dimensions of the image true yeah like if you're drawing a tree or a guitar you're gonna see like the dimensions and the curvatures and what makes it perplex but i'm talking about this guy junji kim oh okay this dude can draw everything from his mind and it's insane really yeah it's absolutely you never seen his work before bro Dude, what? I'm this guy is crazy. Oh, oh, I know this guy. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He draws everything from his brain. That's he's just, cr- he, he's just some, he's not human. He's an alien. He's just an alien. He just draws anything and it's just straight up from his dome. It literally looks like, I mean, immediately some of the images are small, but it looks like, um, keep your hands off. It's again, it's like the backgrounds and stuff where it's all kind of like crazy. Tops- yeah, topsy turvy and yeah. stuff. Yeah. But he just he just does it. I remember there's this famous drawing. I'll show you later if I can't find it of him like in his car, driving, like in his car driving, and he was drawing and he was drawing him and his family in the car in his perspective while driving. Yeah, well, not him driving. Oh, <laughs> I was like, what is he? Wow. Have four arms? No, <laughs> that's incredibly dangerous. No, he's in the passenger seat. I'm trying to find it. Let's see. Yeah, this one. This one right here. Oh crap! Come on, come on, Mike! Come on! Hey, he's oh, in, he's Jesus. literally look at that! Wow, that's insane! He was drawing himself in the car in that perspective. It was all in his like just by looking at his environment. Damn! He could just remember things, man. He I think he has a photographic memory. That's why. Yeah, I would I would not be surprised. Yeah, I think I think he's claimed that he does have a photographic memory, so that's why he can do this, but. He's one of the only ones that I know of that does something like this. It's like, like that. the Mozart equivalent of like you just hear it once and it just transcribed it sort mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah, he, he's just a genius when it comes to this stuff. So he's an exception, but it's crazy, man. It's crazy. Crazy. But for those who don't have amazing minds, reference. yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I think it's just like when I think we're going, we're talking about what are tips to to actually take to heart. Well, those are yeah. So I think when it comes to Instagram, TikTok, things like that, always like the reels and like all that stuff, take, take them with a grain of salt um, when they do really quick sketches of just like, oh, this is how you do this in Procreate or whatever the case oh, yeah. may be. You know what I mean? Or they're just like, uh, I don't know, telling you how to draw thighs, for example, you know, stuff like that on reels. I mean, some of it is valid for sure. I think it's just you have to look at their other works and their credentials and consider and, the source. Yeah, it's a source and just like, I don't know, t- I, you have to do your research on the person and, and like know, how, like, you know, just exp- like look at how knowledgeable they are, look at how other people explain it and make your own conclusions, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So I guess you brought up different art sites, kind of like Instagram and stuff. Yeah. Um, the big thing now is we live in a digital age. We do. So kind of like how music kind of exploded to everybody, artwork has now also exploded to everybody. Oh, yeah. And now there's many different places you can share your artwork, but some of them are better than others. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I love Instagram. That's where I find a lot of my work. Yeah. I find a lot of models to, to do portraits of. I find a lot of poses, a lot of styles, a lot of artwork. Mm. My saved on my Instagram is 95% artwork. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. I need, I have, I'm very uh, new to Instagram. Mm-hmm. As anyone can account to my one post, maybe. <laughs> um, but yeah, I definitely follow a bunch of artists on there. And like, 
it definitely seems like the place to like that and Twitter seem like the places to thrive as like the artists who want the most attention. Um, Twitter, I'd, I don't know. I'm, I'm a little less in the art scene on Twitter. So perhaps you're right. I don't know. But I know Instagram's a really big one. Um, for references, I'm always using Pinterest. Uh, yeah. Pinterest. I love is a... Pinterest. I mean, for, in terms of people taking credit for other people's work, because you were saying that that's something that they uh, it, it happens a lot on Pinterest. Yeah. And we can get more into that in a second. Yeah. But um, I don't. I mean, granted, I'm sure that's very wrong, and you know, whatever the case may be, we'll get into that. In yeah, a we'll second, get that in a second. But um, in terms of like the site for me, I just use. I have like a thing called Cool Fucking Shit. <laughs> and, <laughs> and um i just put everything in there yeah design I, I get a lot of like costume ideas in there for characters yeah. poses um references for different people or landscapes or whatever the case yeah. may be I, I use pinterest a lot and it's like one thing is like you type in google i don't know uh female action pose right yeah i know and you're gonna get the most generic shit ever but on Pinterest, when I type that in, like mm. there's like actual references that are really, really yeah. good that I'm very interested. In. Like you know, oh, this is awesome! Exactly what I wanted. It's like specific. You know what I mean? It knows yeah. what you want, which yeah. is what I like about it a lot. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, and you were also showing me ArtStation. Yeah, I use. Um, I don't post on ArtStation. I'm not like crazy familiar with it, mm. but from my boot camp. They they want a lot of references, and yeah. he has like partnerships with people who use ArtStation. Yeah. Um. So to me, this seems more like a place for purchases. It's like a marketplace. Okay. So you can you can get reference photos of actual models. So yeah. they'll they'll like for example, I got one for Knights. So like there there's like a a hundred plus photos of people in knight positions in a knight armor and they're posing like this like with their sword up or on a chair posted all flexing out you know with different people in conjunction so it gives you poses like that you can get nude references on there for nude art if you need to do that Mm. um they got viking stuff they got military stuff they got kung fu whatever whatever you're looking for pretty much spartans whatever yeah so they have people doing that yeah, prints on there. I'm sure you have. Um, there, I've seen stuff where they have tutorials or like almost like a boot camp type thing on here too. Yeah, I'm seeing some of the stuff on the site now. Yeah, just looking at it here, you can kind of see a lot of the things that they offer here. This it's is very like, pretty. Though. Very, very. The UI is very like aesthetic. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know what this looks like? Hmm. It looks like what uh, DeviantArt was trying to do. Well, DeviantArt, the the forsaken one. <laughs> <laughs> so. Before we, I'm gonna pull the curtain a little bit here. Uh, before we started, I told Jake to open up DeviantArt, and then I logged into my account, and I just wanted to show him the front page of DeviantArt, and <laughs> I'm just gonna let him explore a little bit and just like scroll okay. down. You know, let's let's see what's here. Okay, you know, maybe there's some cheetahs and there are some poses like there is some decent stuff on here and uh, sure sure sans undertale again uh some oh, five God. nights of Fre- there's a black version of that kid from uh oh my <laughs> from God, from the jungle book. book uh we got some mob psycho 100 fan, uh fan fiction we got a levi fan fiction and a reader uh some so, memes some more sans undertales another undertale <laughs> i mean nothing nothing out of the norm yeah nothing out of, it gets so demon art's weird because sure. oh like a couple of years ago, like when you first log in, 
it will take you to like the daily deviations page, which sure. is like the best of the best. Who's most popular on the site. And it's like amazing artworks. And now for some reason, if you log in with your account, you get taken to like the most recent stuff, I guess. And like, it's not a good first impression. Oh, I actually follow that artist. It's funny. Do the, you? The aqua. The, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's yes. Cause like you got a lot of fan fictions. You got a lot of like art. That's really not amazing. I don't, I, yeah. I think that was my big thing with deviant art. I used to use deviant art a lot as a, as a, a kid yeah. looking for references and stuff. And um, I just found a lot of fan art that wasn't great. Um, it's pretty much just anyone could post on there. Yeah, I mean, and that's okay. You like, you can. Yeah, that's fine. It just feel like it was cluttered with it. It was like oversaturated that, that's with, the problem, with like right. average art. Yeah, and I mean, listen, I'm guilty of that. I you posted on DeviantArt. I have very few posts, but like, Bruh. it's, cr- <laughs> it, it's cringe to the max because I was stupid. But uh, yeah, it's. But I don't know why you would put that as your first foot forward. Like, oh, I see what you mean. Like, this is the first thing you see. Like, you know, you open up the art, the art station page, and you show me these amazing artworks. And I was like, wow, that was great. And mm-hmm. then, then I go on DeviantArt, and it's like twelve <laughs> Sans Undertales of Levi fan fiction. <laughs> like, I'm like, this is not. This is just making me cringe. Like, I want. I came here for cool artwork, not for bad fandom stuff we gotta go back to art station <laughs> yeah i need to cleanse my palate a little bit. I, mean, I mean granted art stations like all about like professionals yeah i get that yeah i mean but there's like professionals on uh deviantart too yeah that's true too i mean i don't know uh deviantart i i feel like i thought you were gonna go like in a weird way because deviantart has a lot of weird stuff too if you know what i mean oh no of course uh we're not going to discuss that, but yeah, we know it, it, it lurks beneath <laughs> the surface. We know it's there. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't literally searched DeviantArt in like, f- I don't know, five, six years <laughs> until I, today. I, I mean, I, I, I forgot I had it until like, I sometimes click in D like for Google Docs yeah. and it's like DeviantArt. I'm like, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I, follow all my, I follow all the artists now on Instagram and like Twitter because they all moved from DeviantArt. After yeah, they yeah exactly. That's the type of thing, right? Because now all the art stuff is on Insta and everything. Yeah. Um, um And in the same vein, I guess Tumblr. Yeah. Kind of, I mean, I think Tumblr well, has Tumblr's done. Tumblr is kind of dead now, no? Not quite. It's gone. So. It's gone a bit Ever of a since circle. They took the porn off. Well, <laughs> the porn ban was kind of stupid, uh, but, and I like killed some of the porn artists. But they moved to a different site. We'll get there. Um, We're gonna get there. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> We're gonna There's get one there. site after this. Um, okay. <laughs> but Tumblr's kind of gone in a circle of like everyone jumps ship, but the people who stuck it out have also been thriving. Mm. And it's Tumblr is funny because it's the most busted website, and like. You know, like how Twitter and Instagram and all the, like the you know functioning websites sure have like all the personalized ads and stuff. Mm-hmm. Tumblr is broken, and it's kind of like the beta testing for ads. So like <laughs> you sometimes really? get ads, and it's like, man, this crazy shit you could do with vinegar, <laughs> and you're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so what kind of crazy shit you talking about, man? Guy. It's it's wild. I love it though. <laughs> it's so cra- like there's it's like a lawless land on Tumblr. <laughs> but there are very good artists still there and like it's not as 
cringy as Tumblr. Well, Jake White's stories on Tumblr. Yeah, and when I are... first saw that, I actually thought about maybe I should put my stuff on Tumblr or something. But when I was ready, you know. Yeah, Tumblr's but... not a bad place, honestly. No, I have no hate. I have no quarrels with Tumblr. Yeah, <laughs> I have no beef. And there's a lot of customization you can do at least with like with your like quote-unquote domain well yeah with your I'm doing quote-unquote a lot today huh? yeah <laughs> with, with like your blog stuff and like how your page looks and everything yeah like and the cool thing also is that like there was no like superiority there was no like i'm a verified account like mm-hmm. no it's free for all anyone yeah could, <laughs> anyone could do anything anyone can do anything so yeah. um it's a lot of avenues to post your shit there was one more i wanted to get to sure you were talking about the porn one well <laughs> i didn't I, well, it's not just restricted to porn but <laughs> no i know what you mean yeah i'm just saying um so a common occurrence that I have was because I surf on Reddit and I follow like a bunch of anime subreddits and sure. whatever. And sometimes there's like really cool fan art. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh man, I want to go find the artist. So like someone has posted a source link and I click it and it takes me to pigvix.com <laughs> or pigvix.net. Pigvix.net? Pigvix. What is that? Tell uh, me about it. It is like, I wouldn't say the Japanese version of DeviantArt. But like, or the Japanese version of ArtStation, if you will. Okay. And oh no 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 no, switch the uh, X and the V. <laughs> oh. You'll see it probably in. Wait, really? It's like that. Uh, let's see if it. Yep, there it is. Oh, Pixiv. Pixiv. Okay. Right. Yeah, that's also the thing is like... <laughs> you have to create account to use it? Some, yeah. Rip. <laughs> which, which is the problem with some of it. Um, but talk to me about it. Tell me more. But like, I mean, it's primarily Japanese artists use it. Sure. Um, and they there's a lot of amazing artists on there. Like, oh my God, it's they do amazing artwork. Like, I mean, you they probably have like Twitter's equivalents. Sure. But like... They mostly post here. The only problem, and why I'm hesitant to create an account just to follow people, sure, is that it's a free for all. Like, well, you can see the background of like what content can show up on there. Like, there's some pretty anime stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, the problem is again, it's a free for all of kind of anything can be posted on there. Oh, there's no restrictions. Like anything. Like, oh. <laughs> like, like you can, like you would search for like a fandom thing and then you find oh, no. the really not great parts. Like you find like the Goro and the lollies and they're like, mm. <laughs> like, why are you like this? <laughs> I don't know, my guy. It's <laughs> like, I want, that's why I'm hesitant to make one because I'm like, I don't know if I want my you want to be associated with it like but there's also like really good artists on there i'm like can i just ignore that stuff can i just put like the safe filter on man there's garbage everywhere who knows yeah i mean one day i'll probably just fucking do it and just be like all right i'm just gonna turn my eye do it do it (laughs) just turn my blind eye to the fucking horrors the horror shows yeah but but i want you to draw more man i'll i'll get there don't i need like a rival my friend seriously though me and my friend Kevin, we we rival out with drawing, um, and but I've been on bit on digital, and I've been trying to get him to yeah. go on digital because he has an iPad, yeah, and he has Procreate. I'm like, so why aren't you doing digitally? He's finally starting to do it more, but before when we were doing traditional drawings, a lot of times the reason why during Inktober in general mm. that I was able to keep going a lot was because okay, I would post something like in the chat that we have, yeah. 
with um, our friends. And then he would post something. I'm like, shit, that was so good. I, yeah. I want to be that good. And then I would post it. I would, I would work harder than the second yeah. time, you know, on something. So it's it's nice to have, like, a healthy competition, like a little rival to help you progress. I mean, that feels like an unfair why? <laughs> advantage you have here. I haven't. Why? Because I've been doing it longer? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, sure, I guess. But Also, we have very different styles. We do. Like, you have the more... You know, you've been leaning again to that sort of painterly mm-hmm. style, and I'm like, I like my cell shades and my. I do my cell shades still, man. Yeah, <laughs> I got my anime stuff, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. Rivals, I guess. Yeah, sure, <laughs> <laughs> sure. Like, you don't really seem that interested in, my, in the application. <laughs> <laughs> Just take a look at the brochure. What it would offer. <laughs> Be <laughs> my enemy. Yeah. <laughs> That's gonna make this podcast like dynamic and interesting. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Oh, look at, like, let's see, like, there's all this cool artwork. Yeah, it's fire. It's cool. Ugh, and it's like, but I really, why do you, why do you have snuff stuff on here, man? Like, why do you got fucked up shit? I just Because they can. I know, but, like, I don't want to see it. <laughs> don't look for it. I don't, that's, a, see, that's kind of also the problem of, like, from what I've seen for, like, the forums and stuff. Sure. Again, I have not made an account yet. Mm-hmm. Where it's, like, because there's paid tiers also. Oh. So, like. If you want to have a filter or like want to organize things, you gotta pay the membership. Like for your po- like for your uh, page, or is it like for the actual images? For the actual images. Oh, so you got like filters, but you have to pay for. Yeah, them. but like for a free eh. account, you can't really do that. Eh, so it's kind of like a hit or miss. It's like if I type in, I don't know, one of the anime series I like, sure. it's gonna be cool artwork, and then there's gonna be that one like. Mm, why is this here? Mm. Why did you draw this? Are you okay? <laughs> Why do you have to pay for those kind of settings? That's kind of dumb. <sighs> Japan. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it, sure. the, best pro- the answer is sure. <laughs> Monetization for bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. But it's an art site. Yeah. That's one of them for sure. Um, so we've talked about all the different sites, right? Mm-hmm. And the issue sometimes that comes up with all of them is that you see an artwork. Yeah. And then you scroll down a little bit, and it's like, hey, that's the same artwork. Wait a minute. But that's not the same person. Mm-mm. Welcome to the world of art theft on the internet. And this is why most artists quit. <laughs> yeah, it's really unfortunate. I mean, obviously, neither of us have experienced that. Um, no, because our orcs are not stealing. We suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but... Uh, for other artists, like I remember Sam does art. He had a post on a story where somebody was literally impersonating him. Oh, that's the worst too. Impersonation. Like, impersonations. The good thing about that kind of stuff is that if you have a following at least mm-hmm. and they're, it's, they're doing it like that, um, you can report them to the point where you can get their account deactivated. Well, I mean, that sometimes works, but they come yeah, back. I think it's a, just a matter of like... I like I really like Ross draws and Sam does art and stuff like that because like oh I, I look at that and I'm like oh that's their art yeah you know what I mean like if someone tries to be a Joe Schmo and steal it and claim it to be theirs I'm like I can call it bullshit because only they draw yeah, like that right, you yeah. know what I mean yeah so I think that's where art style comes in uh, a big play to yeah. avoid this or try to avoid this at least but it's not really much you can do about it which is kind of sucky. it's hard because like there's there was a tutorial person on twitter called manga materials have you heard of them sounds familiar and they're like they did they had they had really good tutorials and they had an english account and had a japanese account sure and well in his case it was like 
he said something that was like a misunderstood mm-hmm. and everyone just attacked him for it. Sure. So he closed down the English account because like people were just harassing him. Yeah. Um, Which but, is stupid. But like, yeah, he complained all the time of like people were reposting the manga material, like there's tutorials and stuff elsewhere. And he's like, I did not express permission. To do that. Like it's sex, especially for Japanese artists because they're very big on like permission and stuff. Well, there's, they're a polite like culture. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's all about respect. So when you do stuff like that, they take a very high offense to it. Yeah. And the sucky part is like artists start going to extremes to like make sure like you don't repost it and claim it as something else. Like they start putting watermarks on it and like obnoxious watermarks. So you can't like edit it out. But I don't blame them, man. Yeah. And now we've gotten to the point of embracing the cancer that is NFTs. You know, I don't, I'm not like a huge NFT guy where I know a lot. So why don't you explain a little bit about that? Okay. <laughs> so it's all that like crypto nonsense. And like, I'm already not a big fan of cryptocurrencies because sure. I feel like it's monopoly money. <laughs> like, sure. Okay. Um, But like, I, I, I can begrudgingly understand its purpose because like, you can buy things with it now, I guess. Yeah, it's so, starting to become a bigger thing. So I'm like, okay, fine, whatever. Sure, if you want to do that shit, whatever. Um, NFTs, however, is where I draw the line. Because here's the premise, right? Let's say from like someone creates an artwork or something, and they sell it for their magic currency, whatever. I don't sure. know. Um, or real money. I, I, I don't know the ins and outs of NFT stuff, but like... It's either money or fake money. Okay. <laughs> and then if someone buys it, you don't necessarily get the artwork. You get a receipt for the artwork. A receipt? And like a line of code. Okay. If you will. Sure. And that's it. Like it's not – and like it's some line of code that says like you own this artwork now. But you don't. Yeah, see, that's the problem. I feel like, well, first off, biggest problem from the get go is since it's a new field, there's no consumer protection, yeah, which is a really big problem. That's coming on crypto apparently soon. Oh, better, like Jesus. Um, and it's bad because, like, because you, I, you, I think you also maybe get a link to where the artwork might be, but like, if that host site goes down it's gone like that artwork you spent money on is gone wait really yeah there's no there's no good there's no that's the problem with it like like if you were commissioning an artist and you you got the artwork it will be like a png file jpeg whatever but the problem yeah the problem is like you get the code and like a link to the host site but that's relying on if the host site stays around so if you do not like eventually that site will go down and you will lose that artwork. It's like fucking gotcha games. <laughs> like when you like, you spend all the money in the game, but eventually servers die and it's like, oh, this digital good was nothing. Yeah. And that again, that's the consumer protection problem of like, mm-hmm. how do you like that's that's why it, it feels like it's not worth it's like, like pseudo purchase it's a pseudo purchase and i'm like i if i want an artwork i want the artwork <laughs> like please just give me the file yeah i mean you can actually just get a print of something yeah right i mean if they just did that instead but like 
you know, compiled yeah. it with like an NFT yeah. type system. I think that kind of be. And I mean, I know I started off strong with saying it was a cancer, but like, um, yeah, <laughs> but because uh, I've seen scummy shit happen with it. Like, do you, do you remember the Oscars? Which which uh, the this, recent ones? I didn't. I didn't really pay attention yeah, I mean, to that kind of stuff. But sure. So the goodie bag, because Chadwick Boseman recently died. Yeah, R.I.P. The King. Yeah, someone made an NFT. Of like a gaudy golden bust of his like three day model of his head. Okay, that three day model was a stolen asset from another person, <laughs> and like and it just like I feels it feels gross that yeah. like you made an NFT of a dead person. Like, yeah, I mean, but people capitalize on that stuff all the time. I know it's just ugh. not to not to normalize it, but it's I'm just saying like it yeah. happens all the time. It's kind of sad. And just there's a lot of a lot of artists too, like musicians. Yeah, and there's a lot of theft with like, like Quinny. We were talking about like sh- some of her artwork was getting stolen, and like the person was like, "Oh, but I had permission from the brother," and like the brother's like, "No, you don't. You take that shit down now." Yeah, like it's. I, I feel like because I can see a good side of NFTs in which artists finally have a safe way to make money without people stealing it, but yeah. at the opposite end i feel like there's too many cons right now maybe it just needs to be balanced it needs to be balanced i think before yeah. i can be like okay but because right now i feel like mm, there's a lot of shadiness with it yeah i mean i know in just the crypto game in general it could it could be a it's a wild place yeah to say the least it's a wild place be careful of what you put your money towards yeah definitely and like just I mean, it's your money. If you want to do that, then go off. But you know what I mean. But just, just be, be aware, be educated before you make a decision like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I get, I mean, I, I want artists on the web to like keep producing their stuff, and like I understand it's very discouraging when you see like some reposter getting way more likes than your original mm-hmm. post. Like, yeah, that has to, that has to be a killer, right? Well, do you remember the like Elon Musk did that? Like he reposted a near painting and didn't credit the artist and what people thought he did it well no people were pissed off i was like so who's the artist like, well i don't really need to tell and it's like yeah you should like he said that yeah and eventually he finally did it but it was like elon musk says a lot of dumb things he, he doesn't he doesn't have tusks he didn't get the humility <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean hey it's uh it's it's just sad it's unfortunate i mean i hope you know i never have to deal with that at some yeah, point I mean, you know people stealing my shit probably not but you never know. Well, you, know, I mean, you, know. Not, you know, I feel like that's more common for visual art rather than music. Well, yeah, music. No, that's not what I'm referring to. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's just, it's. I mean, copyright has been something that obviously has been worked on. If you take a look at YouTube, for example, yeah, and we got claimed, wrong. bro. Oh my god! We, our first our first highlight, we got claimed for. Uh, for and the, it wasn't even published. <laughs> it wasn't even published yet, and it was for um the the B, killer B versus uh. The prank man. Yeah, shit. I had a video that originally I had a clip of like the actual fight between a killer bee and a prank mantis, and I I going for the checks and like Nat Geo has claimed it. I'm like, oh, okay, okay, <laughs> thanks. It was like our first time. I mean, granted, we obviously we we made the edit so that way. Yeah, at least I, they told us before we posted it, so it wasn't like a yeah, problem. we didn't get flagged. Yeah, or it wasn't a flag or anything or a content a content strike isn't what it's called. Already. Right, right, but um. Yeah, it's, I mean it's a it's a crazy it's a crazy thing. You have to protect your work. I mean, put signatures around it and uh Yeah, I mean, 
I think things like Patreon and um, there's some other art, like Gumroad. Yeah, I love uh, Patreon. I think it's a great place for artists because then they have a community that you know won't yeah. probably probably won't mess with you. You know, in that yeah, regard. Yeah, even Pivx, uh, even has some sort of like fan box <laughs> stuff like that. Well, Pivx seems like it's off the grid. Yeah, but like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, but like at least like you can still. It's it's safe for some artists. It's just the content they make. Or, hmm. yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I just I want to be optimistic. I, I think things are gonna go up, man. I mean, like I said, copyright has already been for other avenues yeah. has already been kind of touched upon. Um, I think that's progress in the right direction. Well, that can backfire too. Yeah. It can because then people take advantage of it by claiming videos that they shouldn't because there is such a thing as uh Well do you remember freaking free use and did you like hear that. about Disney copywriting like Norse mythology because of Loki? They can't really do that. They though, try can. to. Yeah, but they can't. Yeah, they try to. They took down like fan stuff. Well, I can try to be a magician, but it doesn't make me a magician. I have the money to do whatever I want. <laughs> yeah. I mean the fact that such a big corporation tried to do something like that. And they failed, I think, is a proof that the system for now <laughs> is working. Yeah, I mean, uh, well, when that time comes, then we can we can go off on that. Oh hell to me! Yeah, exactly. We can go off. <laughs> um, but for now, I'm I'm optimistic. I like to say I'm optimistic about the copyright and yeah. and protecting the artist's work and yeah. everything. Yeah, and I hope NFTs can like find their path where it's not scummy and that can actually be beneficial. Yeah, I mean, it's not, I mean, people are making a killing off of them some of them are like yeah. very rarely and that's only because like some billionaires like yeah, or celebrities that have a following already are doing stuff yeah. you know because it's not all artwork for nfts they do a lot of weird stuff on yeah. there yeah uh, but um yeah that's part of it do you want to talk about uh programs oh yeah sure um the only one everyone should use is clip studio paint great job <laughs> <laughs> no i'm just no, kidding. No, no 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 but, but no uh, i'm not kidding i i love <laughs> clip studio paint it is honestly my favorite program out of all of them. It's it's so versatile. It could do so much. It could do so much, man. The only thing that was the only thing that I thought um that was, you know, making it not the greatest was Photoshop. Because Photoshop is versatile. Granted, I know it's not an R program, mm-hmm. but there is like certain things like I think the liquify feature of Photoshop is something that I would love to see Clip adopt. Okay. Yeah. Um, and like a lot of artists use Photoshop so that way their brush packs were not compatible. Yeah. But that's no longer the problem. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of the stuff that Photoshop did that Clip couldn't do, Clip now also like the time lapse stuff and yeah. like recording your process and things right. that was new. You know. Yeah. Um, it was the, not this up the most recent update, but the previous one. Yeah. So that was all new stuff. So I, I mean, I love Clip. First off, I have. The $50 version of Clip Studio. Mm-hmm, same. I don't think I'm ever going to upgrade because I don't really feel the need. Oh, what do I actually... No, you have the full version. Oh, I have the full version. You have the full version. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Loser. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, I, I, I literally paid $50 for Clip Studio Paint Yeah. off a of whim because I saw some YouTube videos of some mangaka, like a whip manga or whip oh, right. manga or whatever. And... Um, I was like, damn, this is this you can make comics on here. I'm sold. It's like it was designed to make comic stuff, which yeah. is what I originally wanted to do uh, when I did digital art in the first place. Yeah. Um that was like my main goal mm-hmm. originally. Um now I'm doing the webtoon stuff, obviously right, again, right. so it's coming full circle. But um that's why I got it, and it's it's honestly amazing. So I originally had clip 
because I bought the uh, Wacom tablet and okay. it came with and it. And it came with a it came with, it came with clip. Yeah. Well, go off a trial a, demo a week, version. A week version. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> I was about to say. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I was kind of like, okay, I get like it was okay to use. Um, and then I went into Fire Alpaca, which is a, th- a free program. Okay. And it's actually pretty good for what it is. Uh, is it like the GarageBand version? Yeah, kind of. Kind of. But like you can do pretty good stuff of it. Um, and then when we got the new tablet, Fire Alpaca didn't work with it anymore. Really? Like it, it just would not it read wouldn't, it. It wouldn't read it. So I was like, all right, I'm going back to Clip. And then I upgraded to, because it was like on sale. There's so much sales on Clip. Like honestly, people who want it look out, like it'll be like 50% off and just like nab that bitch because it's such a good program. Like you could, like there's like references and like models and backgrounds within. There's like there's so I much love stuff. Clip Studio Paint. There's so much man. stuff of it. Also, <laughs> also, fuck, fuck Photoshop. <laughs> One more time for the people in the back. Fuck Photoshop. I hate Adobe so much. <laughs> I hate Adobe so much. Like I got, I'm I got. Ugh, it's just. This subscription is so ridiculous and so expensive for half the shit that doesn't work. It's pricey. And I'm like, bitch, like, and and the the audacity to be like, oh, you bought Photoshop in like 2012. Uh Oh, that license is not valid anymore. You have to go back to the description. No. You bought it. Fathered in, huh? Like, (laughs) it's just, and then. I see the salt pouring. From oh my pores. god! Because I I had, <laughs> I had like the whole like Adobe like sweet thing. Okay. And when I had like the student discount, and it was like a thirty dollars per month maybe thing. Sure. And I'm like, okay, for all those programs, sure. But, but eventually, when I was like, I'm kind of sick of Adobe. I'm gonna move on to cheaper things and a one purchase thing. I checked my recent payments. It was like at seventy two dollars a month. Yeah. And I'm like, when the fuck did this happen? And I look back, and they were steadily increasing the amount. Couldn't be me, bro. <laughs> oh my god! I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, you can like Crunchyroll at least has the nicety of being like, hey, listen, we're gonna have to bump up like from seven dollars to like eight dollars. Is that okay? Like, can we? Do <laughs> and I'm like, sure? I'm like, we talk about. I'm this. like, honey, okay. You know, I love anime. You could, you could do that. Oh, sure. But no, fucking Adobe is like, I need money. And I'm like, money, 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 money. I'm like, money. yeah, your media converter crashes every time I fucking use it. <laughs> Fuck you. Use Clip. Use <laughs> That's Clip. That's the moral of this, this podcast. Use Clip Studio. Bank. Yeah. I mean. All right. I'm going to talk about Clip a little bit. All right. How, why I like Clip. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Sure. So I like Clip because the, the default settings are sick like the layout oh yeah definitely the layout is perfect you have all the color spectrums on the left hand corner all your brushes on the left hand corner yeah. all the packs on the left hand corner you have your navigator on the top right corner and your layers on the right corner right yeah. and all the settings like i i love that shit um it's a perfect setup because i'm right-handed so when i use a navigator my right hand's gonna functionality mm-hmm. and what's cool i mean obviously you can move it around yeah. and do whatever you want with it you can switch the layout completely and then you can save that as your default or as a default setting or whatever the case may be right um but i just like the straight up off yeah. the bat um 
Two, it has preset pages for you already. Mm-hmm. And uh, everything is just very user-friendly once you get the hang of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's, it was never hard for me to figure stuff out in Clip Studio. Like, I, I went into it, like, you know, not knowing very anything. Very intuitive. Yeah, I went into it not really knowing anything. And it looks slightly, so it looks scary because it has a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. Like, you could do a lot of stuff in Clip. Right. Um, but uh, it's very user-friendly and very easy to, to get a hang of. Um, like you said, there's 3D models that you can use. Um, that give you references. Um, there's backgrounds that you can use that give you references well, and also, things. Also, plus, they have the Clip Studio like storefront. Oh, I was going to say that too. First off, there is so much free shit that you can get. Yeah. Like, there's so many brushes for trees and for clouds. Like, half of my clouds is because I have brush packs for those things that I manip- you know, fix and, and go off on. And it just makes everything come together so nicely. And half of it is free. You can find so much free stuff on right. there. And their Twitter account is amazing. Oh, they, I love their because they post so many like tutorials. And, but like, their tutorials are actually helpful. <laughs> That's what's so scary. Like so, like, not scary. It's scary. <laughs> it's so scary. I'm not used to this. this you just have to so like, a company caring about your <laughs> yeah. Needs. Yeah, it makes me feel weird. <laughs> no, but um, it, they're very helpful. They're very very helpful. I I enjoy Clip a lot. I think it has a lot of good features, a lot of cool tools. I love the time lapse feature, even oh, though yeah. it runs my computer's RAM to the moon. Oh yeah. But um, but I love it. When I did the Zelda reel, I was like super excited the way it came out and everything. Yeah. The process. Um, I mean, I now the recent updates they've had this feature where you can like group work with people if you're working yeah, on like, a comic. We were talking about that, right? Yeah, and that's awesome. Like that's. A, amazing like i don't think i've ever heard of any of the art programs doing that yeah like the fact that you could work on something as a group is yeah is that right good. adobe <laughs> <laughs> um and then there's procreate too for apple but um there's also um paint sai um and it's more for windows mm. but i've heard actually it's really good i don't too. like Pro- uh, procreate my friend has it on his ipad Oh, I, I've seen some things with it. But. I mean, I'm sure if you know <laughs> but, how to but use it. Who gives a shit? Because guess Clip. what? <laughs> Clip is also mobile, too. Oh, that's... Well, they all are. But, like, better. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> it's, it's everywhere. Well, what I like about Clip, too, um, is that it has a panels feature. So you can make your own panels. Yeah. So easily. You don't have to draw them out. There's a selection tool for them, and then you can div- like say you make a um a full page like the the, the outer border right? Right, right right. Then you can use a divider tool where you cut it into pieces, and they make formulate your panels, and the panels create masks already for it. Oh my it. god, yes! So that way, like a mask for your um to explain a mask for your panels or, or just for your drawing in general. Basically, it's it's like a, a section where you can just. Uh, say you have a head and you put a mask on a head, right? Mm-hmm. You can just color in that section and anything outside the mask, it won't go past. Right. So it's like basically like when you have a coloring book and you scribble outside the lines, it pretty much prevents you from scribbling outside the lines. It's putting the blue tape on the borders. Of exactly. Your there it goes. That's a good analogy. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I explained it poorly, so That's that was right. great. <laughs> um, and it's it does it automatically for you for the panels in general. So any measurements that you have or anything, you can set the pages to have a full grid. Yeah. So that way you can just grid everything out and make sure everything's all good and you can take the grid off like super fast and everything. Wow. Really awesome program. I love it. And it's only $50 and I have pretty it's much anything that I would ever need at No all. subscription. Just one payment. And guess what? You can fuck Photoshop harder because guess what? You can use all the Photoshop brushes in Clip. That was a godsend because when I was um, when I sub- uh, subscribed to uh, Sam Does Arts and Ross Draws Patreons, they yeah. had brush packs, but they were ABRs, mm-hmm. which is for Photoshop. Right. And I was like, 
Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? Because I couldn't freaking use them. But then, like, literally, like, a week later, Clips is like, we have a new update where you can import Photoshop brushes into Clips. And Clip. just completely invalidated Photoshop. <laughs> yeah, I was 100%. It really did. It really did 100% invalidate Good riddance. Get that malware <laughs> off your computer. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. I love it. I love it. I... Digital art is just a cheaper avenue. So like I'm a, to be transparent, um, I paid and, and Michael paid about like three hundred dollars for our, our digital tablet, right? Just to be transparent. Yeah. yeah. XP Pen, look them up. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's worth it because if you go to Michael's and I bought like twelve markers and it cost me like forty to fifty dollars. Or if some dumbass teacher is like, "Hey, I need you to buy some pen for, for that drawing one class," I probably spent like a hundred and eighty dollars. Yeah, because you had to get like specific charcoal that I'll never use again. That I'll never use again. I'll never use again. So for me, with digital art, is that I never have to buy another art supply. Right. Unless I want. I mean, obviously, unless I wanted to. Or well, that's like to, my, that was the hardest thing when I was in. Uh, when I was drawing, just like pencil and paper was like, because I like using mechanical pencils. Me too. And Me it would too. be like, once you ran out of a racer on that pencil, it's like, oh, fuck. That God. pencil was I got to find another one. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> what I started doing is just buying. I bought a, a kneaded eraser, um, a regular eraser, and then, oh, God. Shoot. I'm My kneaded eraser is probably a rock right it's now. It's like a gum eraser. It's kind of hard to. It's like rubber. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. I love those because those really, if you get, if you etched hard lines by accident, those get those. That fucker gets those yeah. out like nothing. Um, but even that's expensive. You got to keep buying erasers and all yeah. these other things. And then the colors is what really got me is oh, that you yeah. have every color in the book in your program and you never have to worry about it. Right. Yeah. I don't have to have 150 markers to get the whole color spectrum. Right. You know, that exactly. I want or whatever the case may or be. You don't have to like experiment with blending and be like, oh, priests don't look like shit. I'm not limited in terms of my color palette for right. sure. I really enjoy that. I mean, any art program will give you that, but that's just something that really I like about digital art in general that is separate from traditional. And like, I'm not trying to shit on traditional. I still love traditional. Oh yeah, it has its merit. I pick up the pencil occasionally just because it's something about feeling, um, feeling that you know, pay, a pen on paper. Right. You know what I mean? But there's also um, my friend was telling me that there's like these um, these screen protectors for iPads that mm-hmm. give you a paper texture, so you can like you know sketch on an ipad but okay. it feels like paper so that's pretty cool I guess. yeah i mean what i do if i want like that i don't know that textured feel of a piece piece of paper i just add grain to the drawing yeah sure okay. right, and, and post but I, like i don't need the feel paper like <laughs> i mean some people but I, I feel that some people like that there's yeah, nothing there's something about that like analog you know what i mean that yeah, people sure. enjoy but i'm a digital art kid now i was always like mm, digital art. i'm never doing that I'm I think, was i the one who got you to digital art no okay no because it wasn't it wasn't it was like more of the artists that like raw straws okay. and stuff like that. that were, I, I distinctly remember in college you were doing the or like hand artwork and I was like, you know, digital is really cool. Yeah. But that's when I was like, Ey. yeah, I know. <laughs> and then you eventually like, Oh man, Mike, I was like, yes, welcome. <laughs> I know I was woke. <laughs> I was awoken. <laughs> I didn't realize. Oh, um, right. You just gotta be open-minded. You know what I mean? Yeah. All so, our forms are great. Yeah. So you want to be an artist? Yes. It is a interesting field, and while we are not necessarily primarily or pursuing that like for a career, per yeah. Se, I mean, I'm not gonna lie and say that I'm not thinking about trying. Yeah, you know, I mean, okay. like I I've taken I have like I've done two commissions so far, um, three technically, but one of them was unpaid. It was just my friends. So I don't really count that. Yeah. Um. So I, mean, I would do stuff for like my own album covers or yeah. Like I mean, I feel like once I get to I like. 
the professional level is here. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And once I creep up the ladder to to a point where I feel more comfortable, then I'll maybe feel like I can actually pursue that in yeah. general. You have to stack the cobblestones. Yeah, exactly. To get to your tower. To get to my tower, exactly. <laughs> so I think if you're trying to pursue art or just, you know, in general, visual arts in general, at first, I, I think you could pick a lane. Like there are concept artists, then there's like landscape artists, and there's like, you know, whatever, yeah. character It was the same thing and, we had during our uh, musicians. Yeah, story. it's very similar in that regard. If It's pretty much, if you're prepared to be in a saturated environment Mm -hmm. if you're prepared to have you know hear harsh words and if you're prepared to not necessarily blow up overnight Mm -hmm. you know it's a grueling process and if you're you you know you're willing to do such then fucking go for it i was honestly say artists have the tougher life than musicians oh 100 percent because musicians i don't know there's like a light at the end of the tunnel right you know to a degree i feel like musicians it's easier to kind of fake it what do you mean like I feel like with the amount of tools given to you, you can create music without being uh, like too with knowledgeable. Too knowledgeable, but, but like, art's hard. Art, like, you know looks bad if it's bad. It's I hear like, what you're saying. Like, you can't really edit art to make it look good. Right. You know what I mean? You can't fake it. You can't like, fake it, no. I agree. I 100% agree. Yeah. Uh, it's it's definitely something that... It's a, it's, it's a skill, though. Oh, yeah, definitely. One thing that I find that I hear a lot from people is that, like, oh, like, you're so, like, you know, just the term, you're so talented, right? Which is totally true, in um, in aspects that people are very talented in these type of fields and right, everything. Yeah. But at the end of the day, what this is and what art is in general is it's a skill. skill, and skills can be learned from anyone. Right. And like obviously, if you want to sing and you don't have a voice, then it's harder. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? But you can still take lessons and learn and get better. Um, but with art and visual art in general, I find that this is something that like is really key to that. Like you, mm. you don't have to be good at all to get good. Right. Like you just have to practice and study mm-hmm. and you can do it. Like anyone can do it, right. which is so kind of, which, which is, um, I think it's kind of beautiful that anyone could do this. Yeah. And kind of like last time, like if you want to be an artist, try to pursue it. Like don't give up on that dream immediately. Yeah. I mean, especially when you're young, if you're young, you know what I mean? I mean, it's never too late, but when you're young, you have a lot of time. You know, you're not yeah. invested in anything yet. Maybe not a relationship or family or bills or things like the, that. The real world. Yeah, yeah, like this is the time for you to go ahead and pursue that dream. Make that shitty comic about light bulbs fighting drugs. <laughs> I don't know, man. That sounds like a banger idea. <laughs> I actually re-explored that recently. Yeah, you should make it like a comedy or something. Well, I, I was like, can I make this into like a sort of game? Like a game? Yeah. A light bulb MC. Yeah, I mean, not not like the exact story where it was originally because it was stupid. But like, yeah, I know what you mean. The concept. Yeah, um, but yeah, is there anything you want to um, check us out? I mean, I have some of my artwork. <laughs> no, don't check me out. I, I don't just... check. No, check check them out. Dark Maestro. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Listen, you go to my Deviant Art. You're gonna find a one pencil drawing of a creepy pipe organ. Check them out, and then a shitty fan fiction of Attack on Titan. <laughs> Well, I'll give I'll, I'll give credit where it's due. I mean, when we did the podcast thing, the images for our YouTube, uh, you did do the initial sketch. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, so my art has It was collaborative. Better. Yeah. You did do the initial sketch, yeah. and then I inked it and colored it and all that. Jazz, yeah. But. So, yeah. I mean, I don't have a exact place of posting artwork now. Yeah. I mean, you should post like, more to Instagram, man. Yeah, I will. I might put. I maybe post. I don't know. I don't want to say too much, but 
I don't know. If you look at like, <laughs> go <laughs> find Azrael on Instagram. Don't yeah, do he, it. Don't do he's it. got so much artwork, guys. Don't do it. Don't do it. And it's like, you really need to go see it. He's lying. He's lying so much. <laughs> Like he just showed me a picture right now. This red hair girl. He's and like... totally lying. We did not look at that right now. hundred <laughs> percent, we weren't looking at it. <laughs> oh my no, God. honestly, if anything, if you're gonna go to my Twitter, go follow, go to my follow list and just find people who are actually yeah, right. Talented. Follow Ross Draws and Sam Dazar and Ethan Becker and, and Sushio and, and everyone, everybody else. else. Who was this guy? Alex Hod. Alex Hod and all these people. Follow yeah. the people who are actually professionals who are actually gonna teach you something about art. Yeah, and in just, general, it's just good to look at. Yeah, it's just aesthetic. That's all right, very pleasing, but. Thank you guys so much for listening. This has been another episode of the Imposter Syndrome Podcast. Mm -hmm. I'm Jake. I'm Mike. Peace. It's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.